Uh, yeah, I grew up around a lot of Jewish people. I went to Hebrew preschool, Rachel Spiro in South Africa. Um, I, my name is very Jewish. <laughs> oh, for, I, I will tell you that for the past 10 years, people have assumed in my community that you were Jewish until I informed them otherwise. Yeah. Elon uh, is a pretty Jewish name. He is super Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, I went to Israel when I was 13. You know, I mean, you know, visited Masada. <laughs> I'm certainly checking the boxes on a lot of things. Um, and um, like you said, most of my friends are Jewish, just worked out that way. So um, sometimes I, 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 yeah, I guess maybe I forget, like, maybe, am I Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Jewish. <laughs> Aspirationally Jewish. What's going on, everybody? So Elon Musk had a conversation with Ben Shapiro, I believe, at Auschwitz at some sort of, I don't know if it's meeting or organization. I don't, I don't know. Whatever it is. It doesn't matter. But we're going to talk about that. Uh, and then first, I want to talk about a more important story, in my opinion, which is the border. They just passed a ruling, a Supreme Court ruling five to four that the Biden administration can take down the border barrier. And one of the judges was Amy Coney Barrett, who was picked by Trump. And a lot of people will be like, I didn't see this coming. I can't believe it. Not to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to show you guys before Trump picked Amy Coney Barrett, I said, is he going to set his supporters up for failure? Because her record showed that she was pro-vaccine mandate, which she voted for a year ago or two years ago, and she was pro-lockdown. She ruled with the lockdown communists over the American people. So this was always going to happen. It's just most people are playing checkers. We try to play chess here. So hopefully you like this video, guys. And uh, I have a joke that's going to get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's too funny not to. Uh, God bless you guys. Dreamware podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast, welcome to the show The way to get the news at the desk or on the road Let's go, God is great and success in our control The world is crazy but we get better from obstacles Yeah. What's going on everybody, thank you so much for being here I'm grateful and I have to say today before I start You know, I know I complain about it sometimes But I do appreciate and I love my job I was doing some other work, answering emails, doing some business work And uh, you know this news came up and I was like, man, you know, I'm inspired to talk about it. And I'm happy that I'm able to just stop what I'm doing and kind of come talk about this because I'd be talking about it to a friend probably anyway, if I didn't do this for my job. So thank you guys so much for supporting, watching, sharing, whether it's audio, video, YouTube, Facebook, BitChute, not Rumble anymore because they don't post my videos for some reason. I'll try to figure that out. But thank you guys. Appreciate it. All right. So let's get into it. Okay. This is going to... I don't know if it's going to offend certain people or they're going to get upset by this, but obviously um, people will be upset by the fact that the Supreme Court ruled that the Biden administration can take down the barriers. And Amy Phony Barrett, that's what we're branding her, folks, not Amy Coney Barrett, Amy Phony Barrett voted with the liberals, as did the liberal conservative judge, Justice Roberts. All right, let's look at it. All right, so breaking, the Supreme Court just ruled 5-4 that the Biden administration can remove physical barriers Texas put at the border to stop the invasion. Amy Barrett and Roberts voted with the libs. And you're going to see conservative news media say, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Who would have saw this coming? I thought Amy was on our side. Look, she held up a notepad and we all memed it for our little MAGA schlop content. Look at the notepad. She's on our side, boys. Herder, herder. Who knew? 
Me. Okay. <laughs> this is from September 2020. I said, Amy Coney Barrett supported the Orwellian lockdowns. Is President Trump about to set America up for failure? I believe myself, Robert Barnes, uh, you know, who works at InfoWars sometimes, he's that lawyer. We were like the only two people screaming this to the high heavens. We're like, guys, try to get Trump to not pick her. She's a phony. Look, when I tweeted that, someone said, ugh, your tweets could get tiresome sometimes, man. And I responded. I said, revisit this tweet now. Never talk shit to me again. Someone's like, upholding the law and supporting the lockdown are two entirely different things. Uh, here, anomaly, don't tell me what I don't want to hear. Shut up, guys. I'm right once again. Whatever. And this goes back to the Republican strategy. I don't think people know what the Republican Party is doing, but I laid it out in their game plan. This isn't a leak, folks. I just figured this out online. The Republican strategy is number one, complain about the deficit. Number two, say drain the swamp. Number three, get into power. Number four, hire the swamp. Number five, run up the deficit. Number six, play victim. Number seven, rinse and repeat. That's what they do. They say they're going to drain the swamp. They hire the swamp. They do everything that they claim they're not going to do. They say they want to secure the border, but they, they elect a Supreme Court justice that's worse than the Bush Supreme Court justices. You know, George Bush and George Bush Jr. picked Alito and Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas, and, and I'm not a, a Bush family fan by any means. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying everybody in, in MAGA likes Clarence Thomas. Bush picked him. Everybody likes Sam Alito because he's better than Trump's judges. Bush picked him. Another Bush. Why is Trump picking crappier judges than Bush? And now it's Trump's Supreme Court justice is one of the reasons that the border is not going to be secured at the Ameri in America because of the person he picked. Um, in my view, and I want to say this calmly because there's going to be a lot of influencers today that are like, civil war, civil war. Oh, and I even see people doing it on my Instagram. Civil war, civil war. It, the whole MAGA movement at this point is like a giant Fed trap. I really think it's like a giant Fed trap. They just want all the patriots and conservatives and libertarians and freedom fighters to act insane and get set up by the feds and get arrested yelling civil war and going to like January 6th type Fed setup events. Because it's like, why would why would you default? It's like people, they have this like emotional connection to two different things. It's like they believe everything Trump does. They run circles around him. They ignore when he messes up. And then as soon as his mess ups affect you, you're like, civil war. Civil. It's like, no, there is no civil war. I want to quote the late, great Nipsey Hussle who passed recently. But he used to tell his people before he died, um, you can't be gangbanging like it's the 70s. It's not the 70s anymore. It's not the 60s. All these gangbangers on social media, they're acting like it's the 50s and 60s. He said, the feds are going to set you up. They got computers now. They could trace your phone. So if you're gangbanging and doing stupid stuff, it's not the olden days. They're going to catch you. And that's why all these gangbangers are going to prison. It's the same thing with MAGA. It's not 1776 and you're not George Washington. And Trump is a pharmaceutical scammer who works for the liberals. If you think you're going to civil war, civil war, you're going to a Fed trap. You're probably rot in prison like all the other Trump supporters who believe his stuff. It's like, I'm not saying you can't have an opinion, but why would your mind default to civil war after it was literally the guy that you just helped elect back into power that you want to run your party that picked a pro lockdown and pro uh, a mandate judge? And this was obvious if I, I'm just trying to be calm. If I could figure this stuff out and Robert Barnes could figure this stuff out with a laptop, then of course Trump could have figured it out, but he doesn't care. He's not really on your team. So it's like, I, I'm just like laughing today. I'm going to, I'm going to bring this up again. It's obnoxious, but I don't care. 
I got to wait till it comes up, but everyone's going to be like, there's no way we could have saw this coming. It was obvious from day one, Amy Coney Barrett voted in favor of mandates and lockdowns. So when our country's locked down in 2020, we're facing, in my view, socialism, communism. I would even go as far as to say we were facing a human enslavement scheme. We were facing closures of business. Why would a pro-MAGA America first freedom fighter pick a pro-mandate and a pro-lockdown Supreme Court justice. And this was known at the time. I'm showing you my tweet. I, I said literally, is President Trump about to set America up for failure in 2020? You're not going to find anybody besides Robert Barnes and maybe a few other people that had that type of foresight. I'm not a prophet, guys. I could pretend, honestly, I would get more money and more views if I sat here and said, QAnon told me this. Oh my gosh, the elites. You know, like that would make me more money. I'm telling you, I'm not a prophet. This was all public information. I'm the only one, and Robert Barnes apparently was the only one who reads this stuff. All these other MAGA influencers, they're not journalists. They're professional activists. They're professional slob knobbers. They're professional cheerleaders. And they're like sports fans. They don't do journalism. They're like, yeah, she's holding up a notepad. So she voted for lockdowns. Why would Trump pick a pro-lockdown president when we're in lockdowns? He doesn't give a crap about you. But it's like, what do we do now? Civil war? No. Why? How? What, how are you going to do you know in the Civil War, they had two sides that disagreed? You don't have a side. You choose a leader that literally is working for the other side. So if you go to the Civil War, you're going to go to January 6th, which is going to be a Fed trap that he may or may not have known about. But it's like there is no Civil War because in the Civil War, first of all, it was hundreds of years ago. But also, there were two sides who disagreed. Imagine if one side of the Civil War had a general who was literally working for the other side of the war. You lose that war. That's what you're facing now. You don't have generals. Your generals are working for the other side, but people don't want to figure this stuff out. That's why I stay away from right now. I love MAGA. I appreciate it. Everything is done for me. I, I voted for Trump in 2020. I've made hundreds of videos so supporting him. Logically and realistically, the whole movement is a giant Fed trap right now. Everybody acts like a Fed, talks like a Fed, walks like a Fed. I can't even tell who's a Fed and who's not a Fed because everyone acts like a Fed. They're like, you know what this means? Civil war. Guys, this would never have happened if literally you just like gave Trump a little bit of like backlash. And it's like, hey, like maybe you shouldn't pick that judge. But everyone's like, yeah, do what you got to do. It's a woman. And Trump's like, it's a woman. It's like, who is the woman, though? Is she a liberal? She likes She's against abortion, but she's pro-mandate and pro-lockdown. How come you can't pick somebody as good as Clarence Thomas? Because he's not trying. How come you can't pick someone as good as Sam Alito? Because they're not trying. How come he hired Nikki Haley? He's not trying. How come he endorsed Mitt Romney? He's not trying. Like all these things. How come he hired the pharma swamp to run the government? Because he's not who everyone's pretending it to be. So it's like when these things happen, I mean, another dollar in the anomaly was right, Jar. I'm not bragging. It's just like, why am I in the 1% of influencers who can tell you that Amy Coney Barrett is absolutely going to fail you? And now three or four years later, she votes in favor and she's the leading vote or the deciding vote who decides that. And J John Roberts, I know he's been a phony, but it's like, you know, Trump had the chance to put in somebody who wasn't a phony and he chose to put someone in who is a phony, Amy Phony Barrett. So you get what you get. You know, now the border barriers come down in Texas and there's no civil war. You lose because your own team's working for the other side. OK, if you believe these influencers who are going to screech and scream and yell, do you notice how calm I am right now? Do you notice how like sane I am right now? Everyone's going to gaslight. It's like I'm sane because I know the truth. 
when you don't know the truth, you get really upset. You go from he's going to save me to Amy Coney Barrett's amazing to she's going to beat up the left in the deep state to, oh, my God, civil war. That's the trajectory when you don't tell the truth to yourself. You spiral because you're following people who work for bankers that don't care about you, but you want to believe that they do. So it's like the second that it doesn't work, people spiral. And that's what January 6th was. It was one, a Fed trap, but also it was like, 50% of that people probably thought QAnon was going to come and save the day and uh, Nancy Pelosi was going to get arrested and Trump had a secret plan. So as soon as the secret plan isn't there and you realize that the cops aren't there to arrest Chrissy Teigen, they're, a rare, they're there to arrest you, people start spiraling because they're lying to themselves. It's like the people in the comments that when I said, literally, I'm like, is Trump going to set his base up for failure by picking Amy Coney Barrett, which he did. They said, oh, you, your tweets are tiresome. Why is it tiresome reading the truth? Because people want a lie. Not trying to be rude, but MAGA is a fantasy cosplay Fed trap movement now. It's where everyone just makes believe. Nobody reports real information. They gaslight and lie to everybody that follows them. Everybody likes it. You tell the truth four years ahead of everybody else. Everyone gets mad at you. Four years later, exactly what you said happens. Everyone freaks out. And my audience doesn't freak out because we always knew this was going to happen. And then it's on to the next trap or the next, you know, influencer screaming civil war. It's like a giant cosplay Fed trap. It's ridiculous. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. I'm not going to read them till the end of the show because I want to not get derailed. But the Supreme Court just voted to knock the Texas barrier down. I still think Trump is probably the better option between him and Biden. I'm not saying he's not. But if MAGA and conservative media used their influence to do real reporting and journalism, then the Trump presidency would be a lot better. If everybody's just a professional fan, then you get what you get. You get inflation, you get lockdowns, you get vaccine scams, you get Amy Coney Barrett, like that's what you deserve. You know, there, if people would have come together and let Trump know these things and like, kind of like push them, it would have probably, or could have probably influenced his decision. But Trump feels no pressure to ever please MAGA because they'll buy any slop that he feeds. So once again, not bragging, but am bragging. Four years ahead of everybody else, everyone's going to spiral today. And I have the receipts that I knew Amy Coney Barrett was going to be a disappointment from 2020. Not a prophet. I'm not a mind reader. I wasn't sent from heaven to tell you this stuff. I don't believe in false prophets. I, I, I believe the Bible. I'm a Christian. So, you know, our Lord and Savior speaks very negatively on false prophets. So if I ever say I have a prophecy, I better be right or else I'm dis, you know, a disobeying God like all the Q-tards are doing every single day of their lives. So I'm just here to tell you, I'm not taking extra credit for having mind reading capabilities because I don't. I literally just research and I tell the truth. It's that simple. It's like <laughs> if you pick a pro lockdown, pro vaccine mandate person, they're going to scam you, especially when you pick them during a lockdown. And some people are like, it's different. It's different. It's different from what, bro? <laughs> How come all the other Republicans besides John Roberts voted in favor of you know, Texas being able to secure the border. Do you get what an insane country we live in? I know people do, but it's like they get to lock the country down. They get to like print trillions of dollars. They get to start wars without Congress. Like they get to do all these unconstitutional things without permission. And then like four years later, Texas tries to secure the border and it's a Republican Trump appointee who shuts it down. Isn't it like, isn't it ironic? Hey, don't you think? It's like rain on your wedding day. Some good advice that you just didn't take. It's a president who says he's going to build the wall. 
but he puts in a Supreme Court justice who tears it down. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? <laughs> you know, the president that wants to build the wall and secure the border hi uh, hires the Supreme Court justice who's going to be there for like 50 years, by the way. We're going to be, you know, our country's going to be uh, destroyed by this fake judge that he put in. But it's like, isn't that the most ironic thing that the guy that you think wants to secure the border picked a pro lockdown, pro mandate person as he's running around selling vaccines? Who's going to be the reason that the border stays open? Isn't it ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? It's like a president who says socialism that won't come while he's doing socialism and nobody notices. He says he wants inflation to stop. But he printed like $7 trillion, isn't it? Everything he does is ironic. He's like everything at once. He's pro-choice. He's pro-life. He's against socialism while he's doing socialism. It's like, it's just like a giant Fed trap for like confused boomers and naive people who think he's really doing it. But I'm just saying, it's like, I might vote for the scammer because he's better than the other scammer, but I'm not going to sit and gaslight people into like thinking he's doing this stuff because he's not. It's quite ironic. I know. Thank you. I'm a, I'm, I'm a brilliant singer. 10 out of 10. This has been anomaly karaoke over and out. I'm just kidding. That was, it was what it was, you know, it wasn't planned. Speaking of interesting things, Elon Musk was with Ben Shapiro at Auschwitz, I believe. Ben Shapiro flew over there to speak to Elon Musk. Lucky Ben, man. That's interesting that he gets to, you know, it's cool. It's a cool opportunity. Obviously, Elon's a legend. Like, uh, yeah, anyway. Elon Musk tells the audience, you know, I I went to a Jewish school. My name's Jewish. Like he really wants, he's like, I wish I was Jewish. I want to be Jewish. I'm Jewish. You know, he really wants, he wants to let the Jewish world know I'm trying to be one of you. I'm not, but I'm as close as it gets, baby. My name's Elon. Stop calling me anti-Semitic. That's probably what he's thinking in his head. He's like, leave me alone. I'm one of you or I'm trying to be. What can I do? I'm here. Leave me alone. Uh... Yeah, I grew up around a lot of Jewish people. I went to Hebrew preschool, Rachel Spiro in South Africa. Um, I My name is very Jewish. <laughs> oh, for, I, I will tell you that for the past 10 years, people have assumed in my community that you were Jewish until I informed them otherwise. Yeah. Elon uh, is a pretty Jewish name. He is super Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, I went to Israel when I was 13. You know, I mean, you know, visited Masada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly checking the boxes on a lot of things. Um, and um, like I said, most of my friends are Jewish, just worked out that way. So um, sometimes I, 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 yeah, I guess maybe I forget, like, maybe, am I Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Jewish. <laughs> Aspirationally Jewish. Thank you for the super chat. Hold on a second. <laughs> Dominic, thank you for the super chat. Uh, I thought of this joke and I know I'm going to get in trouble for it, but it's just too funny. It's like, you know, Elon Musk is the, the most prolific tunnel builder in the United States. So it's starting to make sense. You know, he builds tunnels all the time. He's like a he's, you know, maybe maybe Habad Lubavitch should have commissioned Elon Musk to build the tunnel instead of possibly allegedly, possibly reportedly illegal immigrants because Elon he would have built that tunnel right. I mean, that guy knows what he's doing down there. <laughs> Is that so bad? Some, someone commented on Twitter and was like, you, what happened to you? And I'm like, come on. That, it, that, that joke is just waiting to be made. It's just sitting there waiting for someone to make it. And who am I to turn down a good time? So it's like I changed because I made a tunnel joke. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, 
Um, you know, what's there really to say about Ben Shapiro and Elon Musk talking about how Jewish Elon wishes he was at Auschwitz? I mean, I, that story tells itself. What I do want to say, though, outside of that, I'm not really going to like harp on that. It is what it is. It's just like a minorly funny video, I guess, of him like joking around. Um, with that being said, three days ago in Florida, they passed a bill to redefine what anti-Semitism is on a legal and statewide level. I've explained this multiple times. Uh, I've been basically kicked out of it. Like the reason, guys, the reason I'm right all the time, four years ahead of time and everybody's wrong is because not only are they not trying, I'm just telling you this, you could think, you know, and I'm sure a lot of you do know, I'm not saying you're dumb, but like, I know a lot of these people I've hung out, I've been to the events, like I know now. Okay. I've been kicked out of these circles five years ago because I realized what the Republican party was doing in this regards. Okay. Blacklisted, nearly banned from events, right-wing media smears me more than left-wing media, like the whole nine. It, it's like all of conservative media almost basically exists just to scream things that they're causing. You know, oh my gosh, the left's doing this and they're working with them. Someone commented to me, my buddy commented, it's like divorce lawyers. I'm not big in divorce law. Obviously, it's not like I'm not a lawyer at all, but they said in divorce law, it's like they work, the lawyers work with each other to make as much money as possible. And it's like, you know, you, you're incentivized for there to be like a division. That's kind of like politics. Like you think they're fighting the left, but they they need to like pretend like it's like Al Sharpton with like BLM. It, like he'll pop up anywhere. And it's like the second that racism's on the decline is the second that he's not in supply anymore or he he's not needed. So it's the same concept. Um, in Florida three days ago, they have a definition for anti-Semitism. Okay. Let me actually start with this. Let me let me take it back a few steps because I asked these questions on Twitter and almost everybody was in agreement. if you ask it the right way. But if you say it the wrong way, everybody calls you a hate monger. So let me let me try to see exactly what I said because it, it worked well on Twitter. Sorry. Let me let me find it real quick. Okay. I said, would you support would you support a bill that's being passed in virtually every state in America that gave a set definition for hate speech for a specific race and religion and listed out over 10 phrases that would now be considered hate speech by the government? Would you want government to pass a bill that passes hate speech rules and defines hate speech rules and legislation and law for one race and one religion and lists out 10 phrases that are now considered hate speech by the government? Do you support that? I would say nearly at 100% of my audience would say no, because a lot of my audience are either honest progressives or extremely honest conservatives, libertarians, and right wingers that don't believe in hate speech laws. You know, you would you would assume that every like no one no one would want hate speech rules being passed through legislation, right? What if I told you that the Republican Party was doing this, including Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump? What if I told you that virtually all Republican media won't talk about it unless they were making excuses for it and blacklisting anyone who said it was a bad idea? What if I told you that right-wing media would smear your character harder than left-wing media if you ever spoke publicly and said that these speech rules aren't American or First Amendment friendly? Everything I told you is literally happening, but no one cares. The definition that Florida just passed through legislation three days ago, which is one that they've been using, but now I think it's official, like Florida has officially defined anti-Semitism this way. Where's the definition coming from? You could look it up yourself. 
It's called IHRA definition. They've taken 10 to 15 phrases and they say every one of these phrases or related thought processes of these phrases, you know, saying Jewish people own banking and media is anti-Semitic, saying Jews kill Jesus is anti-Semitic, criticizing Israel more than other democratic nations is anti-Semitic, talking about blood libel is anti-Semitic. Like these are all defined. The word anti-Semitic now means these 15 phrases, a few of which I just mentioned. And even just mentioning this, like literally one time I just took a screenshot of these rules, like in the legislation, and I had a, a right-wing newspaper, quote-unquote right-wing. They said, oh, look, see, I told you he's anti-Semitic. And it's like, I literally just screenshotted the definition being passed through legislation. How am I anti-Semitic for taking a screenshot of a State Department website of what they define as it? So all of these things and more of what I just told you are part of the working definition of anti-Semitism by the IHRA. It's called the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance and I guess within the last 10 years, they have created that list of phrases that is anti-Semitic. Why does it matter that they created it? Because that's being passed into law. DeSantis has now already used it three times, twice in a bill, and now they've passed a bill to make that the official definition of anti-Semitism in Florida. That means it's going to be in Florida schools. DeSantis passed a bill for that. He passed uh, laws to make it illegal to do banners and flyers on, on public property for that. Although DeSantis himself said he wants to pass out flyers and put them on liberals' cars. If that were, you know, part of his law, that would be a, a felony or a crime. Um, so it's like, and, and crimes are already illegal. When they say, oh, we need to we need to ramp this up for hate crime. It's like a crime is a crime. If you do violence, it's violence. Hate, like crimes are already crimes. It's not like Florida it has no laws. They already have laws. The whole country does. It's like when Kamala Harris said, I'm going to pass a you know, a lynching bill. And everyone's like, wow, that's so racist for the other side. And it's like, lynching's already illegal in all 50 states. You can't just do that to somebody. Like, that's not, that's not a thing. So what's in the bill? Anyway, that definition has passed, been passed through by DeSantis, the IHRA. That definition has been passed through by Donald Trump through executive order. Nikki Haley brags about it. You could, there's less states who didn't pass it than who did pass it. And they're passing it in every facet of life to turn the First Amendment on its head, in my opinion, and pass these new rules that are defined by law hate speech, right? The reason nobody cares is because that's who the right wing is. I mean, like you you can't make it in right wing media if you say this stuff. I mean, Candace is like trying to say this stuff now and look how much backlash she's getting. People are disavowing her. Ben Shapiro's yelling at her like you don't go here. Candace is brave and honest, and I think she actually cares about America. So she's going there recently in different ways. And, you know, it's a very difficult path to, to, to climb uh, for anyone else that doesn't have the power and clout of Candace where they can't cancel her because she's bigger than most of them already. You know, you're, you're basically quashed and they try to memory hole you as if you never existed in the first place because, you know, the Republican Party exists to hire people like a Amy Coney Barrett and complain and to print money and complain and to do pharmaceutical things and complain. You know, it's like a controlled opposition circular circus. They, they, they like the Second Amendment, but they infringe on it. They love the First Amendment, but they infringe on it just as much as liberals. And the entire scheme exists only because no one knows. And the reason no one knows is because no one tells you. And when someone tells you, you either don't hear it or you get mad at the person for telling you what you didn't want to hear. But to me, I'm just letting you guys know that I just found it interesting on the timing of Elon Musk and Ben. Like if you were to say that Elon, I'm sorry, if you were to say that Ben Shapiro has loyalty to Israel, 
that's actually anti-Semitism because that's one of the speech laws. You're not allowed to say any Jewish American has loyalty to Israel. Even though Ben clearly loves Israel, you're not allowed to say it. He could say it, but you can't say it because Ben is like in a different class of you because of the hate speech laws and rules that they're passing and just how our society works. So I just want to let you guys know that, you know, very quietly, this country's First Amendment is being ripped away in a bipartisan fashion. Trump is in on it. DeSantis is in on it. Most Republican media is in on it. And if you ever talk about it, they're going to try to ruin your life in 10,000 ways and make sure that you can never make money in this industry. I just don't care, right? Bring it on. I don't care. God bless you. Don't hate anybody. Not trying to hurt anybody. Not trying to. All I'm trying to do is uphold the First Amendment and have a fair and functional society and not have the First Amendment been, be overthrown by hate speech rules being passed into law. But that's what they're doing. Some people, excuse me, might want to know about it. And, uh, you know, it's it's the same thing as like, oh, inflation sucks. Well, how's it going to stop? It, it's never going to stop when Republicans are printing the money, too. Like this is, you know, I talked to somebody the other day and he said he was talking to somebody that's like inflation really matters, but COVID doesn't matter. And the person's like, well, COVID's the reason inflation is here. They printed too much money, both parties. And then that person goes silent like, it's like people don't think anymore. They're, they just complain about stuff that Republicans are literally doing and they get mad at people who talk about it. So just letting you guys know this stuff's never going to get any press. And, uh, you know, the pressure on people like Elon Musk is incredibly strong because anytime you try to just have like a level playing field and, and treat everybody equally, you'll notice that groups like the Anti-Defamation League and others will crack down on you crazy saying like no you these are the rules you know these are the and and the number one rules that they're trying to pass through law and for social media sites is the ihra anti-semitism rules the reason i disagree with them is because i i've read them all and i just think it's crazy to basically pass into legislation hate speech rules but every republican that and, and i'm going to say this and then i'm going to move into comments and stuff i know some of the biggest Republican accounts. I've met them. I've hung out with them. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them are great people. I had conversations with somebody that has millions of followers. I'm not going to say who in 2019. And I said, these hate speech laws are being passed through legislation and Charlie Kirk's covering it up and lying about it. Ben Shapiro's covering it up and lying about it. And Trump and DeSantis are passing them. And I just find it weird because we're all pretending to like you know, care about the First Amendment. And I actually do care about the First Amendment, but clearly no one else does because they won't talk about this. Like it's like only if the left does it, but if the right does it, they cover it up. And I was like, why? And no one could give me an answer. They don't have an answer. It's just like they're in on it. They're like, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Like they're, they don't say behind closed doors anomalies wrong. I'm not wrong. They can't out debate me. I'm, I'm right about this. They know I'm right. They just don't care because they know if they care, either they have the loyalty that are that's being passed into legislation that they're saying is anti-Semitic. Like you can't say that anyone has dual loyalty at all. No, not a, not a single person. It's illegal now, or it's, or, or they're trying to make it illegal. They're slowly weeding it in and then they're ramping it up is what they're doing. Okay. So you can't say it or other people know the way to get power in this industry is by not saying that like there's, I would say there's two things that you can't say to be like a popular Republican right now. One that you know you can't question any aspect of zionism israeli aid you know israeli speech laws like that's off topic you just got to say it's china and saudi arabia and, and make it illegal for people to say israel has any power like that's the republican party 
and also Trump. Trump is extremely popular. Like you, you got to play it like Vivek and not like DeSantis. If you want power in the Republican Party, whether you believe it or not, you just have to pretend to like Trump more than you do. Because if you ever question Trump, you're going to lose a lot of money, a lot of sponsors and a lot of power in the in the media world. So you'll notice like certain people that I've noticed, I'm not going to name names, but they came into the Republican influencer world as a different type of person and they were unique and I like their approach. Year later, they sound just like Tim Pool and everybody because it's like that's the way to get all the money. Once you get invited to Mar-a-Lago and Turning Point USA and you get a few big sponsors that are pro-Trump, you know you lose that if you mention this stuff. And it's, you know, like you lose that's not available. So if you're doing business, that's the smart way to do business. Like don't talk about that and don't talk about that. And you could make a fortune in the Republican Party. You could get don't I mean, there's donors that'll pay tens or hundreds of millions of dollars to the Republican Party. And it's like for sure you lose the donor money if you go in that direction because a lot of the donors that's like one of their top five things that they're trying to push um it's the same thing i pointed out with the schools like my analysis on why the schools are turning against liberals now is 100 percent right and everybody else not everybody but most people they're, they're they're it's like checkers like kindergarten analysis they're like oh look the donors are mad at the left they finally learned that the left is crazy because they don't care that the left is crazy they've these big donors have funded uh, Bolsheviks and communist ideology for 20, 30 years. How come they didn't know that they're funding Bolshevik ideology, trans ideology, like all these ideologies that you say you're against? You don't think these billionaires knew that that was going on for 30 years when they're funding Harvard and all these? Of course they did. But above all of those ideologies is their number one ideology a lot of times, and it's Zionism. So if the Bolsheviks cross the Zionists, they lose the money. They can only have the money if they don't cross that line. And if you do, you get replaced, And you know, like and they'll, and they'll pick a new president or a new person like that's what's going on. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, because when it comes to them fighting on a college campus, I don't really have a horse in that race. You know what I'm saying? Like there's I'm not a Bolshevik. And when it comes to like Zionists and Bolsheviks fighting over protests and stuff, keep them peaceful. I would say that like left wingers are annoying. The Palestinian protesters are, are, are annoying. They like block like airports and stuff. It's annoying. I don't like that. I'm not a Palestinian protester, but you know, it's like a it's like a proxy war between two groups that are just like it's like all right, you know, may the best man win, but it's it's not because the donors woke up, you know. And when all these donors are going to start to dump their money into Trump, it's not because they woke up. It's because Trump will do this stuff more than liberals will do this stuff. And, I, you know, Biden, who knows what he'll do. But it's like, you know, I'm sure Trump, DeSantis, all the Republicans do that stuff. Like, so they're not a threat to that. They do it. Um, if you care about the First Amendment, it's something interesting because they're slowly sneaking these into legislation all over the country. DeSantis is in on it. Trump is in on it. And no one knows. And it's going to grow, grow, grow. And then eventually it's going to be like super illegal to say anything. You know, that's like it's the same with if they pass a pharmaceutical executive order, they're going to use it. You know, if Amy Coney Barrett is pro mandate and pro lockdown, um, she's going to she's going to disappoint you in more ways than those because any republican and conservative that's pro lockdown and pro mandate isn't a conservative i mean there's nothing libertarian or small government about letting a, a governor be a communist like that's insane so you know all of these chickens are going to come home to roost and you know what that's why i don't care whether i have 10,000 people watching 100 people watching 100,000 people watching a million views tw 20 million views a week or 20 views a week I would obviously rather have more than less, but um, 
I'm not wavering. If I'm wrong, I'll apologize. If I said something that I don't believe, I'll apologize. If I'm right four years ahead of uh, everybody else on Amy Coney Barrett and this type of stuff, I'm not apologizing because I'm not wrong. And I don't care how many people don't understand it now because they will eventually because it's it's just it's going to happen. Like it's not even debatable. So let me know what you guys think. God bless you. What do you think about the border thing? What do you think about Elon Musk and Ben Shapiro at Auschwitz? Let me know. God bless you. God bless America. God bless the world. And God bless your family. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, NZ. Um, someone said, RFK is the only one not trying to sweep COVID under the rug. Yeah, I was talking to my buddy about this the other day. Um, COVID, the elites already won the COVID narrative. Um, they swept it under the rug. No one cares. It's not, this is crazy, right? I'm going to lay this out. This is not me blaming this person or that person. It's just literally what happened based on media and public perception and events. Um, and I'm going to talk about this before I read more comments because it's, 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 it's important and it's real. So when you look at COVID lockdowns, it lasted in Democrat states and even in some Republican states, it lasted from March 2020. And in some cases, it lasted through 2022, right? So it's not even two years behind us. And it was the craziest event in modern history. Here's some things that happened during COVID, okay? And it expands into things that are top five issues for people. Like economy is a big issue for people. COVID imploded the economy. Not only did COVID implode the economy in March through like September 2020, even though the stock started going up, they were still going to come down eventually just based on how much money they printed and like the valuation. I'm not like a stock genius, but you know, when it's like, oh, the, the inflation came. Yeah, because Trump and Biden and Republicans and Democrats and Pelosi and McConnell, they all printed a crap load of money and, and handed out COVID checks like to everybody. So like people care about the economy, but they don't care about COVID, even though COVID destroyed the economy. COVID took away civil liberties. COVID locked the country down. Not the virus, but the response to the virus. It like named something that it didn't do. It showed us that the, you know, everything that Trump accomplished could be destroyed in a second just based on how the government responds to it. Like I can name 30 things that COVID absolutely obliterated. And I would say it's like a top, at least top two or three issue to me, at least. And it's hard to like name it as a topic because how could you say you care about the economy and not COVID when when the COVID response can destroy the economy? It's like they're, they're intertwined. But the Democrats don't care about COVID. It's not a top five issue for Democrats. The, the response, the lot, like none of that is a top five. And the crazy thing is it's not a top five issue to Republicans. And I talked to a buddy yesterday and he really cares about it because he's a good American who pays attention. And he's like, I can't believe that Republicans and Trump supporters don't care about COVID. And I, I explained, I'm like, they're being told not to care about COVID because Trump didn't do a great job and DeSantis was running against him from the right of Trump on COVID. So in order to win the election, Trump just went low and said, oh, don't forget about it. It's not because it's not important, but it's not a good look for Trump when he ran against someone like DeSantis. So he tried to cover it up and Gavin Newsom tried to cover it up because he did a horrible job, even worse than Trump and DeSantis. So it's like the left gaslight everybody into thinking it never happened because they did horrible. The right gaslit everybody, and Trump's the leader of the Republican Party. He gaslit everybody into thinking it doesn't matter because it's he's not good at it, and he still pathologically lies about stuff, like even worse than all of his supporters do. So it's like, why would he want to talk about it? So they move the Overton window. I'll read the super chat in a second. Let me get through this. They move the Overton window towards, even though they did all this stuff, Democrats and Republicans, it's not a top five issue. Guys, the elites don't care if Trump wins. The elites don't care if Biden wins. They already won. 
they did all this stuff to you. They ran their humiliation ritual, lockdown, money printing, pharmaceutical bonanza, and not it's not a top five issue in either political party. Do you get it? If Trump puts in Amy Coney Barrett and he says he wants the barrier to stay there, but then his Supreme Court justice takes it down, they win anyway. This is the whole concept that people don't realize. When you run circles around politician, it doesn't matter. You have to use your leverage as influence and notice these things. So, you know, it, it, it's going to be a hard pill to swallow for some when they're like, why doesn't the Republican Party care about all the COVID stuff? They don't want accountability. No, because they're being led by the father of the vaccine who wants to act like nothing really happened because he doesn't want to revisit that because his track record's not great. And he got mad at all the people that told him that he was doing the wrong thing. So like, that's the truth. Like now, because of not just the left, but the right, the biggest, in my view, I would almost consider it a crime against humanity in some ways, if you really look into it, is not even a top five or 10 issue for the next uh, election. And the top two issues for the Republican Party are things that don't pull well with moderates and people outside of the MAGA slop fear. They talk about January 6th. They talk about the election. Like 80% of the country doesn't care about those two things. They care about the economy. They care, like, you know, there's, there's other things that people care about. So to me, they're just running a controlled demolition on the Republican Party. Um, but to other people, it's like a, it's like a show that it's like return of the Trump. Before I read that super chat, I see how the elites work and I'm just realizing that they're smarter than other people. And it's like the saying, if you lead, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. If you tell people the truth, they just end up hating you. So you're better off just like playing along with them and lying to them. Cause if you try to tell people the truth, they end up hating you. So it's like, what's the point? But in general, like the elites are genius, like from 2022, September, October, November, January, February, March of like 2023, People were starting to talk about COVID because it was like, all right, we want accountability. We want like something needs to happen. Like DeSantis is speaking the truth about this. Trump won't talk about this. Like Tim Pool, Hodge Twins, Crowder, like their whole audiences were pro DeSantis over Trump. And the reason was because of the COVID handling, because it is the most important thing. It was the day that they arrested Trump with the Alvin Bragg thing. It became a movie. Now it's Return of the Trump Jedi Five and everybody's brain gets wiped like men in black. And instead of like thinking what they thought 24 hours ago, they go, he has to be the nominee. And I asked why. Uh, he needs revenge. Why? Because of Alvin Bragg. It's like, the de of course the Democrats know what they're doing. Oh, they can't do that. You're telling me that they can do World Economic Forum global conspiracies in your mind, but they can't like put a story out or do it, do an, an action that leads you back into the hands of the person they want to run. Like, of course, that's exactly what they did. It's obvious. Like people's brains got wiped and it's like COVID goes from the number one issue for the reason they want to vote for DeSantis over Trump to men in black memory wipe. I need to vote for Trump because of revenge. He needs revenge. We need revenge. It's like, not, like it, it's like a move. They have you like movie brainwashed. I never once fell for it. I'm like, yeah, that's messed up what they're doing, but Clearly, it's making like it switched the polls 50% overnight. It went from people being like, forget all that. That actually matters. We need revenge. It's like, okay. Uh, Robert Blatchley said, Cooper warned people not to believe everything. He even called Alex Jones a shill for the AAA agencies. Americans continue to drink the Kool Aid while Europeans are fighting back more than Americans. Peace, brother. Love you. Yeah, Bill Cooper was a real one. Uh, you know, he's an interesting guy, definitely. And, uh, you know, worth revisiting some of his like streams because he's fascinating. And it is true that he did not like Alex Jones. He did say Alex Jones was a phony. I wish Bill Cooper was alive to debate Alex now. I would love to see a David Icke and Alex Jones debate. That would be fascinating. 
Uh, Holly said with a super chat, do Americans even understand why communism is a problem? I feel so disappointed in how little people seem to care about COVID tyranny. People do know that communism is a problem, but the issue is they like Trump more than they like anything. So it's like communism's only a problem to them if it's not Trump. Like if, if, if it crosses Trump, Trump is their God. You know, like if Trump prints $7 trillion, it's like now it's not socialism because I like him or he has a plan or he had to, you know? So the elites have MAGA by the nuts. Like MAGA would be a threat to the elites, but MAGA is mind controlled by Trump. So Trump is like their sheepdog probably to like get the, get, get conservatives like not to like do anything or to like just get set up by the feds all the time. I don't know. I'm not like, I don't, I don't sit in these slobbery echo chambers of other people, but when I do, I'm like, oh, no wonder why everybody doesn't know what they're thinking. They've been listening to these guys for three years, you know? It's like, that's how it seems to me. Because whether it's Trump, Biden, this, that, like, I'm always trying to think critically. I'm not saying it's, like, easy to do all the time, but it's like, all right, let me, like, analyze this situation. I could say what I do. I say it's news analysis. I'm, I'm analyzing the situation to the best of my ability. Analysis. People are not doing that. They're cheerleaders. You know what I'm saying? They're cheerleaders. They're activists. They just like Trump. So they just assume that he has a plan. So it's like people, MAGA doesn't like communism, but if MAGA was going to fall for communism, it would be Trump who gave it to him because he's the one that will trick them. You know, someone said you're a Trump hater. No, this is like a false paradigm. Just your perception of what I'm saying it has nothing to do with hate. Um, let me see. Someone said, shut off the programming. Start thinking for yourselves. Do you realize how calm I am too today? Because like, dude, I'm I'm reading the comments and it's kind of like creeping me out. I know why people are upset. It's let me let me be clear. It's a tragedy that the borders open. Biden is a disgrace to this country. Mayorkas is insane. I would say if you were going to impeach anyone instead of spending four years trying to impeach Biden, impeaching like Mayorkas or the attorney general, like these people are horrific, right? And I'm not saying Biden's good, but like they're doing probably even more damage than him with the power that Biden gave them. I'm making no excuses for the border, but what I'm saying is like, there is no civil war. You saying civil war, civil war, civil war, and getting set up by the feds all the time is no different from what Nipsey Hussle used to tell his gang buddies. Like it's not the sixties anymore, bro. If you want to act like Mr. Tough guy and be running around gang banging, they're going to set you up. They're tracing and tracking your phone. And a lot of the things that they're doing to track your stuff is because of Republicans. I mean, if you want to figure out how fake the Republican Party is, people like Ted Cruz and Lauren Boebert. I met Lauren Boebert. She's a nice lady. Also very pretty. Just side fact. You know, we took a selfie. We looked, you know, we looked handsome together. But uh, in general, you know, she, she they complain about the FISA spying on Trump and they vote to let FISA spy warrantlessly on American citizens. How bad are they trying to stop it? They complain about domestic propaganda, but they didn't overturn the Smith-Munt Act, which made it illegal under Obama. They don't care, guys. And the, the quicker you figure this out, the sooner this country gets fixed. The more you think these people care, the more you're just going to kick the can down the road and it's going to get harder and harder and harder to fix the problem. That's why I've been trying to wake people up. So, you know, it's just like, I don't, I don't understand why people can't figure out that, uh, that concept. It's, it's, it's bizarre to me, but I had something else to say, but it's all good. Oh, yeah. When it comes to like the Civil War stuff, it's like, why? Why does everyone's brain default to that? Like they're supercomputers. They're spying on you. The Republicans are letting them spy on you. Um, they're, they're literally dragging out this insurrection and like, you know, trying to arrest everybody. And they're, they're using it to spy on everybody and call everybody and try to set everybody up. 
and you're out here screaming civil war, the real civil war is you realizing that Trump is just as complicit in the border and the barrier being open now than Biden is. He hired and elected a pro-lockdown and a pro-mandate Supreme Court justice. If he didn't do that, they'd leave the barrier up. And I'm not saying he's as bad as Biden. I think he'll do a better job at the border than Biden. But it's like, what does it mean to do a better job when you're you're bringing like scammy Supreme Court justices in who are setting our country back 50 years? That's the real civil war. Stop lying to yourself all the time. It's like you lie to yourself, you run in circles, you get set up, and then you scream civil war when like your agenda doesn't work. But it's not working because you're not giving yourself a chance for it to work. You need to realize that Trump isn't who you thought he was, and you need to talk about it. And then the Republican Party will shift around you. He's deciding the narrative. He says COVID's over and everyone says it's over. It's over because he was in on it and he doesn't want to talk about it. So now the elites just gaslit you away from the biggest event in modern history. Um, you know, it's like they don't they're playing this game. And I'm starting to realize now that they're just smarter than people and people are like dumb. You know, they think you're cattle and you act like cattle. So they treat you like cattle. I mean, it's like. You know, you can't play the victim if you're saying moo, moo, moo when they're calling you animals. Like, stop mooing. Stop going to the slaughter. Like, wake up. If you don't want to wake up, you know, you're going to lose everything. And it's just like that's the trajectory that people are on. And they get mad when I point stuff out. So it's like, what else are you really going to do? Someone said, Anomaly, I want you to debate Destiny. I would, I'm not too familiar with them besides the fact that he's like the liberal guy who debates everyone. I would love to, I would have no problem with it. That would be fun. It would be interesting. I'm not bragging, but I'm going to brag. I'm a better debater than every Republican that debates all the time. I could blow Charlie Kirk out of the water. I could blow Ben Shapiro out of the water. Like I'm way more honest than them. I'm way more calm and reasonable and well-researched and I would blow all of them out of the water. Any of them, any of these people, I'll debate them all. They're not as good as everybody thinks. They just debate like 19 year olds and like, you know, handpick pastors that agree with them and stuff. And it's like, wow, that was thrilling. I'm not impressed. Someone said Bobert's got three kids. I'm not, I'm just saying we took a selfie and we looked good. I'm not saying I would do anything. I obviously would not, but, and I didn't, I'm just saying like, it's just the truth. It was a nice selfie. I could show you, you know, we looked, we looked stunning. I'm just pointing that out, but she voted a, a four, FISA warrantless spying. So it's like, what are you doing? You know, why are you doing that? Like if I saw her again, I'd be nice, but I'd be like, why? Like, I would just be curious. Like, why did you vote for that? I'm, I don't get it. Um, someone said destiny. That's a stripper's name. <laughs> Maybe he's a stripper. I don't know. I don't, I don't pay attention to that stuff. Someone said voting in the midterms is the answer. Here's my concern with with like the Republican Party trajectory. Um, if you really because obviously I know like emotions are high, tensions are high. People fight like little girls, even though they're like 55 year old men. It's truly embarrassing. But if you really care, like let me give you one example, then we're going to go to another one. If you really wanted Trump to win, right? Say you wanted Trump to win the, the election in 2024. Yes, I understand that the DeSantis influencers and DeSantis and blah, 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 you know, but if you really wanted to win, you would be like, hey, I forgive you. Come over here because 
really the name of the game is like, we need as many votes as possible, right? So even though we called you DeSimps and DeSantards and whatever, and you called us names or whatever, like get over here because we'll take your vote because we want as many votes as possible. We don't care if you're liberal or this or that. Like we need as many votes as possible to get President Trump to win. But a lot of these MAGA influencers, they're not doing that. I mean, some are, and some are like, you know, genuine people, but the other ones are like, oh, screw you, you know, vote for Biden, you piece of garbage, get away from me. And like, it's like, dude, DeSantis got 20% of the vote. Nikki Haley got 20% of the vote. That's 40%. You're not winning a, 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 an election with uh, without that 40%. Like you're not, you know, as great as Trump did in uh, Iowa, like he did great for the Republican primary, but He's not an incumbent, but essentially people think of him as an incumbent, like losing half the vote to other candidates is not like that great for a general. It's great. I predicted it exactly. I said he's going to get way more. Nikki Haley and DeSantis are going to be close to each other. Vivek's going to get less than 10. Like that was obvious. But in general, you need those votes. But people, the MAGA influencer world, they don't try to convince other people that President Trump's right. They just try to be annoying, obnoxious, and, and act like, because <laughs> that's what sells Trump merch. You know, all these people, they're selling Trump Valentine cards, Trump Christmas sweaters. Trump is their cash cow. There's a reason they can't tell you the truth about what's going on. They make a fortune off of Trump merchandise, and they would lose like a million dollars a year if they ever didn't do that. They have to do it, and they'll do it for the next 40 years. Dude, Trump will be long gone and out of politics, and these people will still be selling Trump Valentine's Day cards. Like That's their whole economy, but in general, you want these voters. Every, I, I don't know a single influencer I follow that's a Trump person that actually makes content for other people. They make content. It's like, here's our base. Let's just milk our base dry. Let's milk our base dry. Make as much money as we can. That's not how you win an election. So anytime I bring this stuff up, which I have a few times, I say, listen, Gen Z, 20 to 30, they don't like Trump. You could pretend like they do because Charlie Kirk told you so or something. They don't. They're going to vote for Biden, you know, like 70 to 80% probably. I'd be shocked if Trump even got 30%. With that being said, or 40%. With that being said, women don't like Trump. Not all of them. Some women love Trump. I think I'm convinced there's millions of women that would literally leave their husband and, and hop on Trump's lap this second. Like they like Trump more than they like their own husband. You know, many such cases. I'm not saying no women like Trump. Millions of women like Trump. But in general, his like lack of humility, his arrogance, his like constantly calling people names like aimlessly in circles and like hiring them and then getting mad. He's very goofy and like women tend to not like that. They like a man that's like doesn't act like that. So he's going to lose a lot of women and suburban women. And I, I don't know who's even trying to pick these people up. Like I hope someone in Trump's campaign is smart and figuring out how to get to people who don't like him. Because right now it seems like a like a loop of like, let's just please our base and tell everyone to go F themselves. It's like, how are you going to win an election that way? Like you, there's so many topics that Trump could win an election on. But he talks about himself and his own personal drama more than he talks about the American people. So, you know, I would say I liked him. I made a song about him. I voted for him. I can't stand the guy. I'm just being honest. I, he annoys the crap out of me, although I'll probably still vote for him. But when I say this stuff, it's like if that's me and I liked him, like I literally listened to him for like hours. Like I like the guy. How do you think the average person feels about Trump? They might like him more than Biden because Biden's a disgrace, but it's going to be a close election. Like it's two old clowns and, you know, people are going to pick one. That being said, um, you know, I don't think people in the in this is 
a skill that uh, liberals don't have either. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying like liberals have this skill. They're also insane. So now like people are looking at the circus and they pick their character. But, you know, self-awareness and understanding outside your own perspective, it's what makes you good at marketing. Like you can't just think like yourself. You want to be true to yourself, but you got to like understand that everyone doesn't agree. Like imagine if I sat here and said, everybody agrees with me. I'm right. So everyone agrees with me. I obviously think I'm right, but everyone doesn't agree with me. Like, I understand that if I ran for president on this platform, everyone's not going to agree. So you need to figure out ways to pitch your ideas to people that don't already like you. Like, that's how you win. I don't know that that's happening. Like it worked in 2016 because he was outside the system and he made fun of everybody. It didn't work in 2020. And I'm not sure that it's going to work in 2024, but I'm not sure people care. I think the MAGA movement is so used to just like spiraling and being like civil war. Oh my gosh, court case. Like, I don't even know if people are thinking straight if they even want to win. I know people want him to win, but the influencers, I don't know. I think they care more about business than they do about the results of the election because it's like this like loop where it's like, if it doesn't work, they'll just play victim and make more money. So it's like, it's almost more beneficial if it doesn't work. And if it does work, like the left will get mad and then they could like point out the left getting mad. It's like, my friend pointed out like a divorce lawyer, like both the lawyers, they don't give a crap about you or your husband. They pit you against each other and they make a fortune off you. Um, you know, it's like, that's how politics really works. So I, I just don't know if anybody's thinking outside their own echo chamber. I, I follow Twitter. I would say like most of my, I follow DeSantis people, Trump people. I follow it all. And I noticed one thing, everybody's like, I've never met a single person who, who wants to vote for Nikki Haley. I don't think they exist, right? I've heard that a bunch of times. They say, who's voting for Nikki Haley? Because honestly, I don't like Nikki Haley. I think she's a snake. I think she's a war hawk. And I don't believe she's a good politician. I never have. I don't think there's been one day in my whole life that I've ever thought Nikki Haley was a good politician. And I didn't like her when Trump hired her to work the UN. I knew she was a snake then, but that's what Trump does. He hires the swamp and then like cries about it and you believe it. But anyway, I've met two people that that vote that like Nikki Haley and no one else has. Do you know why I've met people who like Nikki Haley? It's not because she's a good politician. It's because I'm approachable and I'm not insane. So when I talk to people and I talk to my neighbors or I talk to people in my sphere, I don't I'm not wearing a MAGA hat and a Trump shirt saying, are you, did you like the rhino? Of course, they're not going to tell you. It's the same way. Like if you're talking to a liberal and they hate Trump at work, like you might tell them you like Trump or you might just keep it to yourself because you know they're insane. It's like MAGA is as insane as liberals. So like no one who's voting for DeSantis or Nikki Haley, they don't wear it on their clothes. They're not like sports fans. You know what I'm saying? They just keep it to themselves because they know that you're going to yell at them. So I ask like kindly because I'm like, dude, I don't really care. Like who, who are you voting for? I met two women who, who like Nikki Haley. And I asked why with one because I'm just curious of like who told them about Nikki Haley or where and one of them said that they they watched they listened to a Wall Street Journal podcast. So, you know, Wall Street Journal, I guess, is promoting Nikki Haley or giving her a platform. And a lot of women, I think, in the Republican movement, you know, probably like she got 20 percent of the vote. That's it's not zero. And, and DeSantis got 20 percent. It's not hard to see how DeSantis got 20 percent. But a lot of people are wondering how Nikki Haley got 20 percent because there's a lot of women who don't like Trump. Like I know multiple women who voted for Trump two times who like him, who never cared about what he said, they towards the end were like, I don't even like how he debates against Joe Biden. I don't like Joe Biden, but the way Trump debates, he's just like douchey. He interrupts all the time. And it's like women see things different than men. That's why most women vote Democrat, right? On average, women vote Democrat. 
they have like a different like motherly energy to them where it's like they don't you know naturally gravitate necessarily towards someone like trump it's not his strength that they don't like it's he's just kind of cringe like he'll be like i love you you're a bird brain like he's not like you know he's he, he's like he could piss people off just like he can make you love them but anyway it's like there's a lot of conservative women that have a lot of liberal tendencies that have a lot of feminist tendencies even though they vote republican and they just don't like the way Trump acts. So 20% of them voted for Nikki Haley. Uh, you know, 20% of the party is likes, you know, DeSantis. Some of them like him for certain reasons. Some of them think he's more Zionist than Trump and they like that. Others, they like the fact that he was better on COVID. Others think he hires better. Others think he's like younger and easier to win. Like there's always, you have to understand when someone votes for somebody, it's not for, always for the reason that you voted for them, right? Like if there's voters for R R Ron DeSantis, they're not all dumb and they're not all rhinos. Like that's just what you tell yourself. Like there's some, gonna, there's gonna be some people who vote for DeSantis for good reasons. And there's going to be some who vote for what you perceive as bad reasons. But, and, and same with Nikki Haley, they might not know all the stuff that you know about Nikki Haley. They just heard her on a podcast and they, they she sold them on, on an idea. So that's how you, I think if, if you're going to be like a good, um, I would say like campaign manager or something. And I, I would hope that Trump has one. I would guess that there's someone crunching numbers and stuff. To win an election, you have to think that way and get these people. But the way Trump supporters and Trump fans act, they act like they don't want any of these people. I'm not asking you to kiss Nikki Haley's ass. I never did. I'm not asking you to kiss Ron DeSantis's ass. But like, do you want these voters or not? Not by caving on topics, but by pitching it in a way that's like more open. Not like, screw you, get the hell out of here, you DeSantards. Okay, like if I was emotional and I was a woman or I acted like a woman or I was just a frail man and not... A woman that's strong or whatever like i'm not trying to bash women i'm just saying like if i was emotional and petty i would go vote the other way because i'd be like screw these people they've talked shit to me they've yelled at me i've had friends turn their backs on me because i pointed out donor money trump took like i've i've experienced a lot just like from the left i experienced a lot of stuff but i don't let these things make me emotional like if i think trump's a better candidate and i think my vote matters in my state which it doesn't by the way in california biden's gonna win I'll vote for Trump if I'm inspired to. I'm not going to let people say, but it, but a lot of people are not that way. There's a lot of petty men. There's a lot of petty women. And to be honest, like there's, there is a strategy to like, if this isn't the right path for the Republican party, there is this strategy of like destroy it right now. So it could rebuild because it's in 10 years, it's going to be even harder. So it's like, uh, you know, I, I just don't think there's a lot of people in the Republican world thinking this way. And I already know, and you already know, that if Trump loses the election, 100% of people are just going to say election fraud and it was stolen. There's going to be no self-accountability, no self-awareness, no reflection. They're running the campaign as if they're already going to lose. And they're running the campaign as if there's nothing they have to do. It's like if the refs rigged the game by five points and you just said, all right, we don't have to play defense. We don't have to play offense. We're going to win, but we're going to lose. And if we lose, we're going to like, there's no strategy to do it. You know, I, I think they're coming around to ballot harvesting where it's legal because it's important. That's how Democrats are winning in legal states. But like, I don't, I, people don't think that way. So I, I'm, I'm not convinced that he's going to win at all. And I'm not, I'm not even convinced that he's supposed to win. Like maybe they'll let him win because they want to start a war with Iran or the bankers like him. Maybe they'll let you decide, you know, maybe they want to close the border. Maybe they don't. Maybe they want Biden. Maybe Trump's there to destroy the party and just leave it in ashes and run people in circles. Maybe he's not. Maybe he means well and just, is getting old. I don't really know what's going on, but uh, 
I'm not that emotional about it. It's just campaign wise, I don't see, I don't see what people are doing. And I want to use this as a plug real quick for myself because I don't do it very often, but I do have a website now. It's dreamrarebiz.com, D-R-E-A-M-R-A-R-E-B-I-Z.com, dreamrarebiz. If you want to sponsor my podcast, I, I obviously am very picky. I don't use very many. And if you want to do like marketing consulting with me, I'm starting to help businesses and stuff with social media. I've had a lot of success, not just with myself, but helping other businesses and clients and stuff. I do it one, because I like it. Two, politics is kind of annoying to me now. So it's like, I'd rather start kind of like, you know, putting my eggs in different baskets because I I could just do this for a long time. I'm doing well. I just, I don't know if I want to because I don't like politicians and people freak me out when I tell the truth. So with the consulting stuff, I just want to say dreamrarebiz.com. It's the same thought process, right? If you're, if I look at my social media and I say, and this is like an important example for the election too, and just for your business, this is like free advice, essentially. Um, if you look at everything and say, I'm being persecuted, the deep state hates me, the Democrats hate me, and I have no chance, you're not being fully honest. Like I've, I'm just going to let you know all the things that have happened to me. I've had my TikTok banned. Okay. It's banned. I've, I had tens of millions of views gone. They wiped it out. It's not debatable. They not only shadow banned me, they deleted my whole account and I've never been able to rebuild it. it sucks. Um, I've had tens of thousands of dollars, if not more on, on Facebook, just overnight, they shut off my monetization for one month, two months during COVID. They've stopped me from live streaming for a week. YouTube, they've given me strikes for an Epstein video or something I said about pharmaceuticals. I can't like, and then like I've, I've, I've faced real persecution, but I'm not, I'm honest about it. I'm not the boy who cried wolf just because you're shadow banned sometimes doesn't mean you're shadow banned all the time. And just because you're censored sometimes, it doesn't mean it's all happening. What a lot of accounts do is they don't figure out how to come back from it. They just say, oh, they're always out to get me and they never evolve. But Facebook, Instagram, tick, the, all these things evolve. So even though I've had all these things, there's now two options. If you're a grown-up, either you go fully off the grid like Alex Jones and you make your own website. It's not easy to do. Owen Benjamin did a fantastic job of, of, of that. You know, he created his own website. He, you know, he like has people mail him money. You know, like he figured out how to just like talk shit about everything, get banned from everything, but still be able to do it just based off of like, okay, well, if I'm going to go this direction and get banned from everything, I'm going to figure out a way to just keep doing it with my first amendment. And he built a whole like alternative platform so he could say whatever he wants, whether you like it or not. Like, and Alex Jones created band.video. Um, so it's like, you can't just cry victim either way. If you're going to go off the grid, you got to do it right. If you're going to stay on the grid, you got to be honest about whether you're being persecuted or not. And, uh, you know, I, I do that for other businesses, like not, uh, they're not all like controversial businesses by any mean regular ones, but there's a reason things work. You know, it's, it's like everything happens for a reason. If you're playing chess and you figure out exactly how it works, you can have success. You got to be good. You got to make great content. You can't have nothing, but like so many people in this world. And that's how I look at the election. It's like, I'm not saying that it's not going to be rigged to any extent, but people are like, it's hundred percent rigged. There's nothing I can do. It doesn't matter. We're not going to campaign to Gen Z. We're going to yell at the Santards and scream at them and be psychotic because we know if we lose, we're never going to take accountability for anything we did. We're just going to play the victim hundred percent. And it's like, that's how you lose. You got to like figure stuff out. You know, they like, if you don't think you can win the election, then don't run. But if you run, you do have to get even more votes than you think you have to get if you think that there's a disadvantage. And it and if you think it doesn't matter, stop talking about it. Just, you know, say it's fake. Like it's like people don't make sense because there is in the right wing now 
a victim mentality, a victim like mindset of like, you know, I have no chance. It's because it, people will reward you for acting per persecuted. You know what I'm saying? Or being persecuted. It's like, I know people that like, in my view, they used to go to events and get like beat up by Antifa because it was, it was good for their business. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying Antifa is great. I don't think they are. No offense if God forbid any Antifa people are watching, not really a fan. But with that being said, you know, it's like you'd have Antifa people would go to an event. Republicans would go to an event and they wanted to get their ass kicked because getting their ass kicked got them on Fox News. Getting their ass kicked got them brand deals. Getting their ass kicked made them sell books. Like they wanted to get their ass kicked. Like I don't I don't care if it's this event, that event, a boxing ring. A, I'm not trying to get my ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? I'm a grown man. I'm not trying to get beat up. I'm not going to get beat up. You get what I'm saying? Like, but that's not how everyone thinks. They're like, if I go here and they throw stuff at me or beat me up or steal my stuff, now I get to go on Tucker Carlson. Now everybody likes me. So it's like there's this weird like victim mentality like movement operating where it's like this will, you know, it's the same thing as like when Republicans mess up, Democrats can talk about it all the time. Like you would be shocked at how many people want that to happen because they know that that's the only way that they're going to get mass attention. It's the same with me. I, I could predict mandatory vaccines three years ahead of time. I'm not going to get on Fox News anymore. They're not going to let me on. Uh, I could do. I could be right about Amy Coney Barrett four years ago. There's only one other person I could think of, Robert Barnes. And I'm sure there's a few others, but like me and Robert Barnes should be getting emails for every Republican media and they should be saying, Anomaly, Robert Barnes, how did you know Amy Coney Barrett was a phony? How did you predict that she was going to do this to us? How did you know? And then we would explain, but they don't want you to explain. But if I went out on the streets to some left-wing protest and got like slapped in the head by an Antifa bike or something, you know, I would be a darling of the right-wing media. Like they'd have me on every, like they don't reward you for being right. They reward you for getting beat up. So it's like, I think that's kind of like the mindset a lot of people have is like, Let's just talk about January 6th and the election on loop and make a fortune off these MAGA sloppers. And, uh, you know, whether we win or lose, like we'll never take accountability and we'll just keep running them in circles. Like we'll hire the people that persecute them, say that we don't want them to persecute them, but then sign the laws that let them persecute them and pardon other people. Like that's really what's happening, you know, like and I, I'm not trying to be mean to anyone. Every, you know, everybody's got to get it how they get it. But like that's my perception of it. Like I know how to get on the news. It's not by telling the truth. It's not by telling you about the speech laws. It's not by criticizing Trump. You got to do something like outrageous. Like, you know, like, and then they let you on the news. Like, I just don't want to do that. I don't want more attention at this point. Like, I'd rather secure my future than like, I don't want attention. Attention is not necessarily good. Um, Someone said it should be obvious, but people are slow. They're too, they're too addicted to the narrative. You know, it's like the left. Why does the left hate Trump so much for like weird reasons? They're addicted to the narrative. It's like a movie that like, it's like Fast and Furious 25 and like, and they're told in Fast and Furious 30, Godzilla is going to come and, and they want to see Godzilla. They're addicted to the narrative. But you can't just make fun of the left because the right is also addicted to the Trump hero narrative. In fact, all it took was one arrest for them to completely forget about COVID and say it's not a top five issue. Both sides are the same. I know it's hard for both sides to admit, and that's why it works. The left wingers have no self-awareness and the right wingers have no self-awareness and they hate each other and they're both right and they're both wrong. You know, if you get out of the MAGA slop echo chamber and you listen to left-wing media, not mainstream media, because they're psychopaths, like they're insane, right? But if you listen to like someone left-wing that's like not totally insane, they're still annoying and they're still pretty fake. 
But like they'll say some stuff about Trump and you're like, that's actually true. Not everything they say is true, but like some of the stuff, it's stuff that right wingers ignore that they just don't want to see. And you're like, well, that is actually kind of true, but the rest is wrong. And it, it's the same thing as like a left winger. If you're a left winger and you just stop hating Trump so much and you listen to like Brandon Tatum, you might not agree with them or Candace Owens. You might not agree with them on everything, but you'll be like, nah, that's kind of true what they said, though. You know what I'm saying? Like both sides are right and wrong at the same time. The left is wrong about more things than the right, in my view, but the right is false opposition. They're right about everything. They're just not putting themselves in a position to do anything about it. So it's like, it, it's as crazy as the left wing, in my opinion. And thinking this way, it's actually peaceful. I mean, people might hate you, but like, I, this stuff doesn't shock me. How am I going to act surprised that Amy Coney Barrett did this when I said she was going to do stuff like this three years ago? The people that are freaking out now are the people that lie to themselves. You know, it's, it's interesting, but it is what it is. I know that there's people listening. I know my show gets tens of thousands of streams per episode. I mean, I don't, I don't really, I know my, my, my Instagram videos get hundreds of thousands or millions of views. Like I get millions of views a week still. So I know people are listening into the people that listen. That's cool. And the people that don't, that's cool. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to like fight. I'm not going to swim against the current forever and get upset at it. It is what it is. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate you. Someone said, if you understand the agenda, it all makes sense. A thousand percent. And this is what I've tried to explain about certain Republican media. They're they're telling you a lot of the agenda, but it's say it's like a pyramid structure, right? And like, or actually, let's flip the pyramid upside down, right? It's it's now a, a tree root. It's the root of a tree. It's an upside down pyramid. And the only way to get the tree down is you got to like uproot the tree. They'll tell you about all the problems of the tree and you'll be slapping branches your whole life, but the branches keep growing back. And the second I say, hey, why don't we pick this tree up from the root? They freak out. But the closer you get to the root, they, the more they yell at you. So it's like the Republican media, they're like professional guard dogs. Like they're basically just there to lie to you or half truth you and yell behind the scenes at anybody who gets closer and closer to the truth. It's like you can't save the First Amendment by infringing on the Second Amendment. You can't uphold the Second Amendment by infringing on the Second Amendment. You can't stop socialism by printing more money than Obama. You can't keep civil liberties by quarterbacking a lockdown. You can't fight the swamp by hiring the swamp. You can't fight pharmaceutical corruption when you hire them to run the government. If you look at everything that MAGA and Republicans complain about, Trump is in on nine out of 10 of those things and he hired the perfect people to do it to you. It, and no one cares though. They get mad at me when I point it out. So I kind of just like, you know, I was explaining this to my buddy before because, you know, the, if you tell the truth, like a lot of Republicans get mad at you now, almost as much as liberals. And I have to think about it this way. And this is my way of like not arguing with people and just running my business and doing what I do and speaking to people who care is I look and this was my mistake. Well, one, it's just arguing with people on, on online is stupid, but I'm at the point now where I have millions of followers, get millions of streams, get millions of views a week on Twitter and stuff. You can't argue with everybody. It's just like stupid to do so. But people act like I'm not one of them. And I guess my mistake is because I'm not like a weirdo where I think I'm so special. I treat everybody like they're me. I know they think I'm different because I have all these views and stuff, but I'll level the playing field and be like, you talk shit about me, I'll talk shit about you. It's a stupid thing to do, but it reminds me of like football, you know, and I, I don't, naturally think of myself like this because I try to be nice and respectable to everybody in, in my real life. But like when people aren't respectful to me, I'm not a pushover. That's, that's how I operate. Like I'm so nice to everybody until I'm not, if they give me a reason not to. With that being said, 
you would look crazy if you were Patrick Mahomes or any football player, even if you were an offensive lineman, and you started yelling back at the fans. You'd look insane. You understand? It's like when you run out on the field and you're at the Bills Stadium and you're Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is probably one of the best quarterbacks in modern history. When it's all said and done, he might be a top five, top 10 of all time if he isn't already. He's a great quarterback. Uh, we'll see what he does. But they're going to be yelling, screw you, Patrick Mahomes. You suck. You're not fast. You're, you're a bitch. You know, like all these sort of things. Like they're saying the meanest, craziest thing to Patrick Mahomes. And what does he do? He just ignores them. Why? Because it would be nuts if he just stopped and started talking shit and fighting fans. That would be insane. So what they probably tell Patrick Mahomes off stage is like, you're better than these people. Like you're, you're an athlete, you're famous, you're successful. They're fat, they're drinking beer and they're just sports fans. You know, like they, they want you to engage because that makes them feel important, you know? So just ignore these people. And it's like, all right, you got to like think that way. It's not like you're better than the fans, but it's like, you know, they're there to see you. You're not there to see them. So like, you got to ignore them. I feel like, sadly i have to think about the internet that way i mean i shouldn't argue with people anyway but i don't think of myself like as oh i'm so much better. but everybody wants to talk shit all the time and everybody wants to say this and that it would be crazy if i just like stood for five hours a day arguing with people i gotta just think about is like they're sports fans you know and that's what people in politics are they are fans they're just fans of trump and they're fans of like plots and you know if you ruin the plot they get mad but sometimes they're not even trying to be right like you know if you're a if you're a Chiefs fan and and and, and you're fight playing the Bills, you're rooting for the Chiefs. If there's a controversial 50-50 call, you're you're siding with your team every time and you're going to act like you got robbed. It just happened in um it just happened in the in the UFC. Sean Strickland fought a guy named Drickus Duplessis, right? I like both of them. I, I would say I like both of them equally. I wanted Drickus to win maybe, but I don't dislike Sean Strickland. I like him a lot. I think he's he's one of my top 5 favorite fighters and he's one of my favorite interviewers, but with that being said, it's it wasn't it wasn't a robbery. Everyone's saying, "Oh, Sean Strickland got robbed because it's liberals and it's the judges." It's not a robbery. It was it was as close of a fight as you could possibly get. It was three three rounds to two rounds. All the judges had it that way. If you go to journalists and judges all over the place, it was split down the middle. Like fifty percent of people thought Strickland had it. Fifty percent of people thought Duplessis had it. If you watch some of the best fighters, Israel Adesanya thought it was three two Drickus, and he's an honest guy. Uh, I would say Mighty Mouse, his name is Demetrius Johnson. He's probably one of the smartest fighters and best fighters of all time. He's a very lightweight, super like Adam White or whatever they call it. I don't know. But he's probably one of the best analysts in in, in MMA. He's probably one of the best fighters ever, if not the best. He said he thought Drickus won it. It's not like everyone thought Sean won it, but you go online and more people like Sean Strickland because he's more authentic. So they're like, oh, he won four to one. Oh, it's a robbery. It's not a robbery. It was a close fight. If they would have said it was Sean Strickland, it's not a robbery. I thought Duplessis won three to two, but it's not a robbery. But that's like people look at everything like a sports game. And if you like Sean more, you just say it's a robbery, even though it wasn't like it, it wasn't a robbery either way. That's a fact. Everyone knows it. But if you look online, everyone's going to tell Drickus he lost and, and, and Sean should have won. It's the same with politics. Like people are just fans. They're not. And, and I'm not here to like if I watch a fight, I'm not going to lie. Like why would I, I don't understand it? Why are people so dishonest? I don't get it. If I wanted Sean Strickland to win, but he lost all five rounds. I'm not saying it happened. Like why would I like what do you get? Can somebody answer me this question? What do you get lying to yourself? If your sports team loses and they lost fair and square and you said it was rigged and you know it isn't and everyone knows it isn't, but you're just lying because you like a team, 
Why? What do you get out of that? It's so weird. And I know that spiritually and intrinsically, internally, I'd rather say intrinsically works, sir, but I meant internally. It eats at your soul lying to yourself so much. You know, like, why do people do that? And if you lie to yourself, you're going to seek lies in other people. Like, why do people do this? I don't get it. It's so weird to me. Like everybody lies so much. And then they like wonder why they're getting tricked all the time. And then when they lie to themselves, like and the lie dis like evaporates, they'll be like civil war, civil war. It's like, no, that like fed trap, fed trap. That's what you're going to go to. Like there's no, like why would there be a civil war? Because Amy Coney Barrett, who Trump picked, voted against the Trump agenda, even though it was clear before he picked her that it was going to happen. I thought of this on online and I like people started get, getting mad at me, but I was like, you know what the craziest part about Nikki Haley is besides the fact that Judge Judy's like stumping for her. That's random. Judge Judy's like, hey, I like Nikki Haley. It's like, okay, Judge Judy, the endorsement nobody asked for, but whatever. Um, if Nikki Haley did win presidency, her cabinet would be awful, but her cabinet would look like Trump's first cabinet. I could go through everybody in Trump's cabinet and I would expect Nikki Haley's cabinet to work to look like that. Maybe it would be worse, but like let's go through all of Trump's cabinet picks and let's ask ourselves if Nikki Haley wouldn't want to pick that person because they're too real. Would Nikki Haley not want to pick Mitch McConnell's wife for Secretary of Transportation? I don't think Nikki Haley would care about that. That's not a threat to the Nikki Haley agenda. Trump picked Nikki Haley for one of his cabinet positions for the UN. Let's go to the more important positions. Uh, who did Trump pick for the top banker? I forget his name. He was a banker. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> he didn't put Ron Paul at the head of the Fed or the Secretary of uh, Commerce. He put Mnuchin or whatever. He picked a, a banker uh, or, or, or a, a Wall Street guy. You know, I don't know if he worked for Goldman Sachs or one of these banks. I don't know. But it was like he picked a financial guy to run that, whatever. Would um, would Nikki Haley not pick somebody like, what's his name? Mike Pompeo. Mike Pompeo was the former head of the, uh, the former head of the CIA. And he's like one of the biggest Zionists in the world, just like Nikki Haley. Of course, you would pick somebody like Mike Pompeo. Would Nikki Haley not pick pharmaceutical people to run HHS and FDA? I don't think she would. Like what what would even be different from a Nikki Haley presidency and a Trump presidency? I mean, definitely some of the talking, but like as far as the positions, like that's how bad Trump did the first time is I can't even find one or two people in his first administration that wouldn't probably be in a Nikki Haley one, like the same branch of people. It's like, it's wild. Um, but people don't want to think that way. So it's like, they're just going to have to act shocked. They're going to be like, Whoa, I can't believe that happened. I'm, I'm mad. It's like at yourself. No, I'm mad at them. Why aren't you mad at yourself? Cause I don't tell the truth to myself the same way a sports fan doesn't tell the truth. If it's an interception and it looks close, but you know, it was really an interception and you like the team, you're going to say it wasn't. You know, that's human nature. Everybody lies to themselves, and then they get mad. You know, I heard a story of one guy, like, I was talking to, to my friend, and she was like, you know, I know somebody who, like, cries, like, literally cries for, like, five minutes when one of the sports teams loses. I'm not going to say what team, but, you know, like, he has, like, like, he has a wife or whatever, but, like, cries for, like, five to ten minutes, like, bawling. It's like, are you Okay. I, I love sports, but I don't think I've ever like cried for 10 minutes. And the funny thing is that parent would probably like send their kid off to school, inject them with synthetic mRNA and be like, that's just what we have to do to get you to play wrestling at, at this school. 
but then they'll cry over a sports team. It's like, okay. Someone said idolatry behavior. Dude, it's it's like Vivek. He's like, I cried on January 6th. I cried, but now I'm ultra mag. And people are like, put them in, put them in. It's like, you know, okay, sure. That, that'll work out, I bet. It's very odd. Someone said midterms didn't even wake people up. It's because people don't look at data. People don't look at information. People don't look at patterns. People don't look at bills and executive orders. People look at characters and they believe the characters. And it's like, if you say drain the swamp, but you don't drain the swamp, it's the same as what they used to say. Hillary Clinton was a flip flopper. Remember, like back in the old elections, they'd be like, oh, that person's a flip flopper. Don't vote for the flip flopper. That's a politician. They flip flop wherever the money goes, wherever the power goes, they flip flop. When Trump does it, though, it's not flip flopping. He just made a mistake. Honestly, MAGA is as crazy as liberals. Like, you know, if Trump does 100 percent, like 80 per 90 percent of things and it goes against the MAGA agenda with a normal politician, if it was just Mitt Romney doing all this stuff, they would be like, oh, that's corruption. He's flip-flopping. But when Trump does it, they're like hallucinating this plot where he's just making these mistakes. It's it's like, it's insane. I was texting somebody and they said, you know, because I was saying what I think, and they said, did, did you think that Trump did good the first three quarters, you know, of his administration? Because they know COVID was a disaster. And I said, yeah, of course. Yeah, Trump did a great job the first three quarters, but it's like a football game. It's like if you threw five touchdowns in the first three quarters and then 50 interceptions in the fourth quarter, you lost the game. But not only did you lose the game, this is the part that really makes me suspicious of Trump. It's not just that he threw so many interceptions in the fourth quarter. It's that he says his 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 worst interceptions are his best touchdowns. Like imagine if a quarterback threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter, they lost the game, controversial call, and then they went on a media tour and said, you know that interception that I threw him that, that led to the touchdown? That was the greatest touchdown in modern history. It's the most medical achievement. In, it's like, it's insane. And they laughed and they're like, that's true. Yes, of course. Everything I say is true. Not everything, but I mean, I try to be as accurate as possible. I'm not going to act like I'm 100%, but it's like, yeah, I, like people aren't thinking like I'm thinking. So it's like they think I'm crazy or bad. And then two years later, they hit me up and they're like, damn, I'm starting to see what you're saying. Cause I've, cause it's true. Like none of these people, none of these people can beat me in a debate. Charlie Kirk can't beat me in a debate. Uh, ben Shapiro can't beat me in a debate. Tim, Tim Pool can't beat me in a debate. None of these people. I'd smoke all of them. That's a public competition. Any of you, let's talk. And it's not because I'm so great. There, there's just 50,000 holes in their argument and all of them hang out with each other and they all say the same things. And when I come around, they can't disprove what I'm saying because it's true. They just go behind closed doors. Yeah, 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 that's true. They, they're not like, no, you're so wrong. They're like, yeah, might be. Let's not hang out with him because he's going to make us all look stupid and then we're not going to make money. Like that's what they're thinking. I don't care though. You know, there's a guy running against Thomas Massey now, the best congressman by far out of anybody. It's some like MAGA slop psyop trying to convince you that Massey's not awesome when he's way better than Trump. It's some MAGA slopper. And like he 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 posted this thing. He's running against Thomas Massey. It says, why am I challenging Thomas Massey? One of them says he put himself first or, or no, he he snubbed me repeatedly for ignoring invitations to speak at the 2122 Freedom Fest. First of all, what is Freedom Fest? And it's like, this guy's like, 
here's why I'm challenging Thomas Massey. He didn't answer my invitation to some dookie, you know, festival we had for like naive boomers. It's like, I'm not trying like that. What? That's so stupid. Like Thomas Massey's the best congressman and some goofball scammer psyop is trying to like convince you that he's more MAGA than Thomas Massey. It's like, dude, it, uh, Thomas Massey better win by 30 points. That guy's, but it's like, oh, I, I like Trump more than Massey does. Yeah, let's kick out the only real libertarian in Congress. That's a good idea. Ghost and stuff said you talk too slow. Well, if I talk too slow, ghosts and stuff, you must be stupid for listening to me for an hour and a half. Go listen to something faster. What are you? Stut, 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 stut stupid how's that anomaly versus tim pool boxing match would be great athletic commissions would not allow it because i'm you know 200 pounds 6'3 and tim pool is a diglet he probably weighs 50 pounds so it's not it's not legal to beat up a pokemon you know he's got to put on some weight he's got to get fatter to get my weight class Someone said, I love that you call out the shitters. Yeah, I'll, I'll continue to do it on YouTube and, and Facebook because it's funny, but I'm not arguing with people on Twitter anymore. Someone said, if Trump names Tim Scott as a VP, he's a thousand percent a snake. Dude, Tim Scott is Nikki Haley. Uh, Elise Stefanik is Nikki Haley. Like these people are the same. They just put MAGA hats on. He'll be like, yucca, yucca. I love Trump. What's up with racism, huh? racism sucks doesn't it the left is racist aren't they the real right you know who the real racists are the left oh let me sign all these spying bills oh let me sign these spending bills oh let me sell out to the pharmaceutical industry oh let me sell the country to a foreign nation the left is doing that yucca 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 it's like these people suck could you imagine if i debated tim scott dude it would be like a 10 10 7 round every round he'd be like you're the real racist, huh? It's like, bro, let's not. Come on. Um, Did I share about the Supreme Court decision about the border? Absolutely. Here, should I bring it back up? My, my screen might freeze, but I'm going to risk it because I do love to pat myself on the back for being right three years ahead of the curve. So, you know, even though there's 769 people here, we're going to run it back for the one guy that didn't see it because it does not make me feel bad. It makes me feel good. All right, hold on one second. Hopefully it didn't freeze. I know I'm I'm on a browser, so it's like a little bootleg. Okay. Let's revisit it for that guy. Yes, the Supreme Court ruled that the Biden administration can remove physical barriers from Texas. Barrett and Roberts voted against the libs. Who could have seen Amy Coney Barrett not being a real conservative or America first? Hmm, let's look. Was it... Mm, Oh, but but look, she's holding up a notebook. She's one of us, Patriots. She's holding up a notebook. The left, the left is so mad. Uh -huh, the left, uh -huh, the left. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. What is that? Uh, September 21st, 2020. A Anomaly says, Amy Coney Barrett supported the Orwellian lockdowns. Is President Trump about to set America up for failure? Hmm. Wow. It's almost like it was obvious that she was never going to be who everyone said she was, but nobody cared. They said, shut up. You're annoying. I don't want to hear it. Trump has a plan. The left, if you go back, here's a little, here's a little play. 
Go back and look at everybody's reporting on Amy Phony Barrett, okay? Look at Charlie Kirk's reporting on Amy Phony Barrett. Look at D Dan Bongino's reporting on Amy Phony Barrett. Look at Crowder's reporting on Amy Phony Barrett. Look at Fox News's reporting on Amy Phony Barrett. Look at Newsmax reporting on Amy Phony Barrett. Look at anyone's reporting on Amy Phony Barrett outside of me and uh, Robert Barnes at the time. And they're going to be like, the left, oh, she's a threat to the left because she hold up a notebook. We don't do research. We're st st stupid patriots. And if you keep listening to us, you're going to be st 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 stupid too. You know, that's the level of reporting they did. They said she held up a notebook and owned the left. Oh, the left is shaking in their boots. And it's like, I'm like sitting here like an adult. I'm like, I mean, she's definitely anti-abortion, but she's voted in favor of lockdowns and vaccine mandates, which is insane because we're stuck with lockdowns now. And that was before vaccine mandates happened. And I said, she's going to mandate vaccines. And guess what she did? She voted to mandate vaccines in Maine and made a bunch of college kids do that. Trump sucks. Amy Coney Barrett sucks. 99% of Republican media sucks. They're controlled opposition running you in circles, making you stut, 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 stupid. They're making MAGA stupid. Everyone's getting stupid. And all the stupid people come to me and get mad at me for telling them the truth three years in advance. The whole movement's a setup. Isn't it ironic? Hey, don't you think? It's like rain on your wedding day. It's a it's a president who says he wants to close the border and stop pharma, even though he's funding them. And he hires a Supreme Court justice who wants to keep the border open. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like a president who says he's against socialism, but hires the swamp and gives Hillary a standing ovation. It's like good advice that he just didn't take. Instead, he listens to Chris Christie and Jared Kushner. It's just so ironic, isn't it? Oh, no. I mean, what are the chances that happened? I don't know, 100% because your guy's not working for your guy. Civil war, they say. Where's the civil war? The, your general's not even working for you. It's going to be a Fed trap. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like a guy who says socialism sucks while he's literally factually and economically doing socialism and his base can't figure it out because they're just as, just as stupid as liberals. But the stupid liberals fight with stupid conservatives all day on Twitter and nobody gives a shit because the bankers own both sides. You never heard that remix of Atlantis Morissette? Yeah, I don't know. They won't play it on the radio for some reason. It's like, you know, but yeah, no, that. Yeah, the typical liberal on Instagram, he's really going to fight the just buy Trump Valentine's Day cards, patriots and 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 push propaganda about the Israel and Ukraine war and, and Hong Kong. That's really going to fight the left, isn't it, patriots? Dude, it's like a joke. That's why I make jokes out of it. Mad Dog Mattis will save us. Uh, Mad Dog Mattis, he's a real warrior. He's a real champion of the people. Okay. Bill Barr, I mean, his father might have mysterious connections to Jeffrey Epstein, as does Alex Acosta, who let Jeffrey Epstein off the hook, who Trump hired. But but Patriots, they're going to, all of Epstein's friends are going to stop the wall. It's like, yeah, I, I can't believe this is happening. Hey, go, go watch all. 
Go watch all the accounts that didn't have my foresight to tell you that Amy Coney Barrett was always this person. Watch what they say to their audience today. Oh my gosh, the left, the left, she's a liberal. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, buy a survival kit. Oh, it's like, dude, it's a joke. Once you free yourself from these con artists, life is not that bad, you know? I mean, the border's wide open because neither party cares. But sorry, I'm giving myself a, a massage, if you don't mind. Can I get a free massage real quick? <sighs> anyway. Anomaly Trump said he would block CBDC. Do I believe him? I don't. I mean, we'll see. I know DeSantis did that like six months ago and nobody cares because everybody hates him. But DeSantis was the first governor to block it. So Trump's just going to like say what he did, you know, like DeSantis does it and Trump says it, but people don't like DeSantis. So it's like, all right, whatever. I mean, maybe he might. I don't know. He'll be like, listen, we don't need a central bank digital currency. What we need is a freedom city. It's a 15-minute city, but it's like a freedom version of it for total patriots and space force. You know, federal government's going to take over cities and national parks. It's going to be great. And we do not need a central bank digital currency. Klaus Schwab, he's a good guy. He's my buddy. You know, we don't need currency from Klaus. Okay, Klaus. What is this, Santa Claus? Come on, Patriots, laugh at me. I'm a comedian. Hardy, har, har. But we're going to do a Trump coin, and the Trump coin's going to be big, and it's going to be beautiful, and it's going to be a big, beautiful coin. Did I say big and beautiful? I don't think I said big and beautiful enough. It's beautiful. It's big. It's big and beautiful. I mean, it's just a big, beautiful coin that we're going to pass, and it's going to be the Trump coin, and it's going to be led by Steve Mnuchin. Okay, Steve Mnuchin, great guy, really good banker. Okay, Steve Mnuchin, Jamie Dimon, okay, really good bankers. Okay, I only hire the best bankers. Okay, uh, Janet Yellen, she she's a, a little weird, a little off, but, you know, she's a good girl. She's a bad girl. She's a bad, good girl. She's a beautiful lady. I think she's hideous. I hate her. I love her. You know, just clear messaging here for MAGA. And we're going to do the Trump coin, and it's going to be, controlled by space force in the federal government and people were like oh yeah we, we who needs a central bank digital currency when we have a fed trump <laughs> no I'm just i'm not saying that's going to happen but i could see that you did you guys see the video of him talking about like the freedom cities he's like you know patriots the federal government is is corrupt so that's why we're gonna take over land there's a lot of land and we're going to build a freedom city controlled by the federal government. It's like, and who gets control of that city when you're out of office? A Democrat, you know, eventually like it's so funny. And it's like, dude, MAGA is like a humiliation ritual at this point for people that like don't want to tell the truth to themselves. It's like, you know, it's like following a carrot on a string. Um, what's his name? Uh, Vivek. Dude, think about how funny this is. Like, it's it's it is comedy. Like, dude, the elites are actually really funny. I don't like what they're doing. Obviously, it's horrific. But like, you know, if if you don't want to drive yourself crazy, you could find the comedy and how they're scamming everybody. And like, Trump's in on it. It's like they they say that the like just let's take all the steps. First, they say drain the swamp and Hillary needs to be locked up. Then they give Hillary Trump because Hillary Clinton a standing ovation. Literally hires the entire feds and hires an FBI director that Biden that chris christie told him to pick and that biden wants to keep and then his trump supporters get set up by the feds and they believe QAnon, and they think that they're going there to arrest chrissy Teigen in the deep state but literally it's for them to get arrested and they all get arrested and then like trump's out of office and as they're rotting in prison because they think trump is the messiah trump's selling pharmaceutical vaccines for the establishment and the swamp and could care less about you and then you fast forward and it's like 
you know, they're building like they want to like build cities. So he's building like freedom cities. And it, like, it, it's just like someone said anomaly is going full heel. If you believe that he's a hero, then yeah, I'm the heel. But it's like, I'm not, I'm not part of the show. I'm just telling you like the, the comedy in it. It's like, everything is like ironically backwards and like no one, no one gets it. Someone said anomaly and Ann Coulter are jaded. I mean, Ann Coulter is, is who she is, but no, she actually like, Anne, I don't agree with Anne on like 50% of stuff, but Anne actually wants to build a wall and she realizes that Trump doesn't do it, but you think Trump really wants to do it or something. So it's not, we're not jaded. We're just not like stupid. So, but I'm not making excuses for her. I had more to that story, like of like the reverse. Like I, I forgot the other part that I was going to bring in, but it's like, it's all so, it's all like so like twisted and people can't see it. Someone said, go on Jim Brewer and do a personation act. Well, Jim, Jim, Jim mops the floor with me with impersonations, but I am funny. I definitely, like I could open, I wouldn't say I, I can't open for Jim unless I have like a quick set. I could probably throw something together, but, uh, I could like intro, you know, I'll just have like one or two jokes in mind and like introduce him. I could do that for sure. Um, but I need to like doing live comedy and being funny on the spot is, is a different beast. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not well trained in that, but I do, I do think I'm funny. Knuckle Buster said, you sound like a whiny B-I-T-C-H. Yeah, here, let's revisit. Oh, no, I don't want to bring it up. That's what people said to me when I said Amy Coney Barrett is going to disappoint. I have the, they're like, oh, I'm tired of your comments. And it's like four years later, the people that called me a whiny bitch are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she did that. Or you're like running in circles. You know, we're just laughing at you here. It's like, yeah, say what you want. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. The regular Trump shuffles in. There's an old man working for the banks. Trump says, I'll hire you. We'll win. Sing us a song. You're the orange man. Sing us a song tonight. Because we all want a border wall. But you hired a woman who doesn't want it. But the people still want to suck your dick. They can't stop fantasizing about you. Anyway. Where were we? Um, Trump thinks he looks like Elvis. Did he say that? I mean... I, I could see the parallels, but I don't think he looks like Elvis. I think he looks like Trump. You know, he's a very unique character. Like he's not, he doesn't look like Elvis. I don't think that's funny though. Like, Listen, me and Elvis look at pictures of us. There's no difference. You're like, yeah, totally. You know, knuckle buster everyone's having fun here and you're spiraling like everyone's laughing and having a good time and like realizing i was four years ahead of everyone else on amy coney barrett and you're like you you've changed you're different you're deranged and like everyone's laughing and having fun we're playing the harmonica and you're like and you're just like <laughs> and everyone's like, <laughs> you're, like you're you're i'm laughing you're crazy you're the crazy one and everyone's like no one believes you you know like just stop mm. 
Someone said maybe it was Elvis. Are you saying Trump is Elvis? You're, is that the new conspiracy theory? You're like, I've never seen them in the same room as each other. Um, I can't remember how to play other songs. I don't know. I mean, how's the how's that like a Neil Young song go again? I forget. I think I could do like a in a a patriot a patriotic song. I forget this one. Let me see if I could do it. It's been years. See, I'm a real patriot. You can't play that song on the harmonica if you're not a real patriot. Anomaly, at this point, you need to pick a side, bro. Be like us running in circles screaming civil wars. Pick a side, bro. Either you're with the vaccine guy or the vaccine guy, bro. And we're never going to actually get any results because we pick a side and we're too stupid to be real men. So be betas like us, Anomaly. Stop telling the truth. Lie. I lie to myself. I lie to my wife. I lie to everybody. I lie. I know I'm lying. And I look in the mirror every morning and say, stop lying to yourself. But I'm lying. Please lie with me, Anomaly. Be pathetic like me. No. No, dude. Stop. Like, if I say... Amy Coney Barrett is going to disappoint everybody. Trump is setting people up for this. And it's obvious. And you say, uh, uh, pick a side. She's on our side. You're an idiot, bro. Stop being so pathetic. You don't even want to be that pathetic. Why would, you, why would I want to be that pathetic? Stop, dude. The reason nothing gets done is because people are too stupid. The elites think you're cattle. And you're saying in the comment section, moo, moo. No, I don't want to moo with you. I'm too intelligent for that. If you want dumb content, listen to literally anyone else. Everyone told you Amy Coney Barrett was awesome because she held up a notebook. I said, Trump supporters, why don't you try to put a little pressure on Trump to pick someone better than someone who's pro-lockdown and pro-mandate, and now all the moo people are going to moo again. Go watch the mooers, okay? They're going to say, moo, civil war, moo, and you're going to be like, moo, pick a side, and then you're going to get set up by the feds and be like, and then Trump's going to pardon Israeli spies, and you're going to be like, well, I don't get it. Of course you don't get it because you don't listen. So go be stupid somewhere else. You're dumbing down the average IQ here. It's annoying. It's so dumb. It's like, why don't you? It's like, I'm a, I am do my own thing. Do, I'm not a fan. If you're a fan, go be a fan. I'm on the playing field. I have a billion views. I have millions of followers. I influence policy. I influence culture. I've made a business for myself. I'm not a cow. If you want to be a cow, go listen to cow content. Go, go listen to somebody talking about the great cattle battle of 2024. For Trump and Biden. It's not the place for it, bro. Get over yourself. It's like not only do people not listen, but then they want to tell me what to do. Like, I want to be like them. <laughs> I don't want to be like you, dude. Things will change when people call out their party and they realize what's going on. If you don't, you're in this constant spiral where you don't understand why things are happening. I've understood for like four years now. Um, Someone said, nobody is just happy being themselves. I think people are insecure. 
there's something going on because like when you lie to yourself you seek lies outward you know and everybody just like wants to like it's like oh we're, we're gonna beat trump this election we hate him and like we love him and it's like they don't care they're laughing at you they're in their like ivory towers being like ha 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 ha, ha. these people are cattle you're dogs woof 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 and you're like woof 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 it's like pathetic you know no i don't want to <laughs> it's so dumb yeah it's su it's sucker free content it's hilarious i don't want to repeat myself because i said enough in this hour 47 minutes where i've covered every base that these people are going to say it you know i i said this before it's like if you have like two parents right and like you know your mommy says you know go out till 5 a.m and like go drink with your friends and your dad says you know you got a wrestling match tomorrow why don't you get some sleep you'll do better in it and you drink and get wasted and then you like lose the match because you're like all like strung out and like you know daddy was right but you wanted to listen to mommy because you wanted to have fun that's the people here there's millions of videos on the internet there's a television with five thousand channels there's 1500 conservative influencers who all say what they want to hear but they come and listen to me because they know I'm daddy. They know that I'm telling them what's true. And when they go and listen to stupid cattle content, they know that it makes no sense. So they come here and they complain like little babies, like, oh, why, why don't you think like me? Because I'm not an idiot. Why don't you say what I say? Because I'm not a liar. Like, you know, I'm not asking people to be here. They just want, they want to listen to daddy. They know that like, I'm telling the truth. It's like, what, what, what don't you get about this? Like anybody that thinks if you just pick a side and vote and like suck off the guy that you like that, then you're going to get the results. Like you have to be like a moron to think that he just made a, th and that's everybody, by the way, it's like, he just made a thousand mistakes and hired a hundred percent of our enemies, like by a mistake. Oh yeah. And George Bush just by a mistake, listened to Dick Cheney and uh, you know, Obama just by a mistake, hired Hillary Clinton. Like these aren't mistakes. The elites are playing chess. The, the 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 people with money are way smarter than you and you act like cattle and they think you're cattle so i'm trying to tell you stop acting like animals and you're like moo it's like how mad can you be at people selling something that you're buying stop buying it america's not falling because of the left america's falling because the right is the left they're just as stupid and fake and the left is like you're stupid and fake and the right says you're stupid and fake and the bankers look down at you and they're like ha, 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 you're both stupid and it ends when you stop being stupid. It's a, someone said I'm grateful for the Moo Crew. It's just ridiculous. Why are people still wearing masks? Are they? I don't know. They're they think wearing a mask is going to stop them. Like it's like Howard Stern. He's like, "Geez, Robin, I've been wearing a mask for all. I've been wearing my mask all year." I've been sitting inside the house all year. Robin, how did I how did I get COVID? I've just been sitting at my mother's house with a mask on and I got sick. Can you believe that? Robin's like, ah, come on, Harry. I mean, some people are just tired of, you know, they 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 don't feel like getting 15 vaccines. Jeez, Robin, what's up with those far right fascists? All right, my my right? I've been wearing a mask for five years. How do I keep getting sick? And Robin's like thinking to herself, she's like, do I want to tell Howard how I really feel or do I want to make a couple million dollars a year? She's like, I don't know, Howard. It's a conundrum. And he's like, yeah, what the heck? I don't know. What's the, you know? Anomaly's losing his mind. I mean, he just made me laugh hysterically in a really funny skit that he just thought of on the spot. And, and I'm laughing hysterically at his content, but, but, but he's crazy.
Someone said, I didn't want Barrett. I wanted the Cuban uh, judge from Florida. Yeah, uh, there were a good amount of people paying attention. Um, just not enough, you know? And I'm a believer that if enough Trump supporters actually like cared and, and studied and, and told him, he would actually do the right thing. But he never has to do the right thing because people are like, pick a side. And then Trump looks at you and he, he thinks you're like animals, literally. Like you think Trump looks at you thinking like, oh, these people are my equals. He looks at you like your cattle. He's like, I'll just side with the, I'll side with the swamp because the swamp actually has value and these cattle will cheer for me anyway. And you're like, I picked a side. He doesn't respect you. Nobody respects you. You don't even respect yourself. Why would they respect you? He's doing business with the elites. And in the business decision, it's like, do I side with all these people who are giving me money and power or do I side with my drooling cattle base that will literally just make excuses for whatever I do? You provide no leverage in the business situation. So he never has to side with you. It's like if, if MAGA provided leverage and was part of the negotiation, then Trump would probably side with you like some of the time, but he never has to. He, there's no pressure. It's like if there's, if there's a business decision where it's like, this guy's going to give me $5 million and this guy's like a literal drooling moron where like I could literally just lie to him. And like, that's how these people are thinking. Like you don't, it is a business decision, but you're, you're not part of the equation because you're like a subservient group of cattle that literally just moves whenever he goes on stage and makes excuses, no matter what he does. He can, you can't name three people he hired in a major position that aren't total swampers that Nikki Haley would have chose. You can't even name two. You probably can't even name one person that he put in a powerful position. I'm not talking about like useless advisor that he doesn't listen to. I'm talking about powerful position. Name one or two people that Trump picked that wasn't a total scammer. Ben Carson's okay, but what does he really do? He doesn't really have that much power. But it's like, besides that, who else really, like he didn't hire anybody good. He hired Nikki Haley's cabinet. Like, but you think it's a mistake. So he just like, he's like these dummies that came and figure out what's going on. It's so dumb. Um, what do I think about Disease X? Disease X. He's like, oh, what is the guy, Tedros? Disease X. Okay. There's going to, no, I'm, I'm doing my Obama. How does Tedros sound? He's like, Disease X. It's a new virus that is going to take over the economy again, mysteriously. And then we're going to censor everybody who talk about Disease X. It's like, and then you got like Trump supporters like, who cares about COVID? It's like, he's like, these stupid Trump supporters think COVID is over because Trump's in on it and he doesn't want to talk about it. And disease X may or may not happen. It's like, you know, it, it's like, a, it's like a circle. It's like a cir circular circus. It's so obvious. It's like, as Tim Pool and Trump is telling everybody to forget about COVID and it doesn't matter. The World Economic Forum talks about disease X, <laughs> like at the same time. Forget about that, patriots. And everyone's like, yeah, we, we beat DeSantis. Yeah, we, we're getting revenge. Yeah. It's like, it's so obvious. Amy Coney Barrett kept Illinois under lockdown. Yes, and this was, and that was public information when Trump picked her. This wasn't after, it was before. Before Trump picked her, she kept Illinois locked down. She was like the main judge involved in that. And Trump said, hey, you know that judge who just locked down Illinois? The reason Illinois still is locked down from a Supreme Court decision? Let's pick her for the Supreme Court of the country. Trump hates you. He doesn't give a shit about you at all. But nobody respects people who don't respect themselves. Nobody respects men who don't respect themselves. You're fans. You're his fans. 
You think he didn't know he picked a lockdown judge who locked down Illinois? He knew, if I knew with my laptop, and Robert Barnes knew, he doesn't care. He thinks you're animals because you act like them. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like it, this is all there. Most people have a very elementary understanding of how things are working, and it's just like she held up notebooks, so it's got to be on our side. And it's like, no. You know, it. Th this stops when people respect themselves and when people stop lying to themselves. But the people who lie to themselves and they lie to their audience, they're blowhard. So they just spiral and scream civil war when they don't get their way. They're psychopaths. Honestly, it's like everyone just acts like feds. They, they're like, they lie to themselves. They lie to their audience. They do half-baked low IQ analysis. They cover up what's really going on. And then when they don't get their way because they have a zero chance of being successful because they're literally lying, they then spiral and get emotional and scream civil war and say, I lost my mind when I'm laughing at these idiots. Like, you know, it's so obvious. Someone said Anomaly sounded like Carlin for a moment. There's a guy who knew that both parties were joking, you know, and it's like, you sound crazy. I guarantee you when George Carlin's like, it's all one big club and you're not in it. They're like, pick a side, pick a side. Pick a side, George Carlin. It's either Obama or Romney. One of them has to care about us. And I'm a grown man who's saying, pick a side. Be like me, George Carlin. Stop being successful and funny and wealthy and well-respected and honest. Be like me. Be like me and say a side matters. Like, and, and, and George Carlin's like, it's all one big club and you're not in it. And, and, and I guarantee you, like some people are like, oh, that George Carlin, he just won't pick a side. How come he doesn't like George Bush? I mean, what, I mean, what the heck? I mean, he's not one of us. I mean, George Bush Jr. is better than Al Gore. I mean, geez. And he's just like, it's one big club. And you're not in it. And people are like, Aah! dude, that's like the sound of a beta male Republican and a beta male liberal. Like all you have to do, like you, you like that meme of that liberal girl or guy. I think it was a woman where like Trump won and she's like, no that's one of the funniest videos ever like they're like the new president of the united states number 45 donald j trump and this lady with like a yellow jacket's like no <laughs> she's on her knees just screaming that's ah! <laughs> one of the best videos in modern history that like it's been memed a million times you ever see 45th president of the united states Donald J. Trump. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's like, uh, you, you you know, you just got to be like, hey guys, it's one big club and you're not in it. And you got all the beta male liberals and all the beta male conservatives. They go, no, pick a It's the same thing. It's like, but I wear my pussy hat. Okay. But I'm wearing a MAGA hat. Okay. They both look okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of the MAGA hat than the pussy hat. I think the pussy hat looks stupid. Like you're wearing a vagina on your head. Like at least it says make America great again. You know, like if I had to pick like, hmm, make America great again or a vagina on your head. Uh, I'll take the make America great again hat for 500 Alex. But it's like this, you know, you can put the hat on, but it doesn't change anything, you know? It's a joke. Anyway.
knuckle busters like you, you you need meds oh so the guy the guy that worships the father of the vaccine donald trump donald j trump the pharmaceutical scammer who took a million dollars from Pfizer. i know this is going to bother you and it's the truth i'm gonna say it he took a million dollars from pfizer he sold his cabinet out to the pharmaceutical lobby let them declare emergencies did 18 billion dollars of socialist cast to america while people are killing themselves and dying of opioids and fentanyl and they're covering up vaccine injuries your response to me is to try to get me hooked on pharmaceuticals because deep down inside if i was hooked on pharmaceuticals like half of the country then i would be as delusional as you so that's your response it's like go get hooked on pharmaceuticals for me bro you're a deeply disturbed person um i would never say that to somebody yo take pharmaceuticals please so you can be as crazy as me no jay case with a 20 dollars super chat he said in many ways you've grown since the debate with brian from high impact flicks he was really onto the left right paradigm. It was funny. He sold mass supporting tyranny. Yeah, but here, here's my point to Brian. And I'm gonna I want to get this under two hours. I wasn't even disagreeing with him. He just said not voting is the solution. I still stand by what I said to Brian. I'm not saying voting is a solution, but not voting doesn't change anything. Like some of these libertarians, like, I'm not voting and the system is collapsing. It's like, no, not voting isn't gonna change it any more than voting. Like it takes something else on top of that. So I won that debate anyway. God bless you guys. I want to keep it under two hours. Dreamer Podcast. I'll be back. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support.